The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Delete your Facebook, delete your Twitter account, delete your Snapchat, delete your Insta, delete your Facebook, delete your Tinder account, delete your Snapchat, delete your Instagram. Meet me in the woods and we'll talk like people used to do. And you can tell me what's new. You can say, what's up, my dude? Great weather, you just can't beat it. What have you been working on? Did you see what the president tweeted? Delete your Facebook. Delete your Twitter account. Delete your Snapchat. Delete your Instagram. Delete your Facebook. Delete your Tinder account. Delete your Snapchat. Delete your Instagram. Delete your Facebook, delete your Twitter account, delete your Snapchat, delete your Insta, delete your Facebook, delete your Tinder account, delete your Snapchat, delete your Instagram. Meet me in the woods and we'll talk like people used to do. And you can tell me what's new. You can say, what's up, my dude? Great weather, you just can't beat it. What have you been working on? Did you see what the president tweeted? Delete your Facebook. Delete your Twitter account. Delete your Snapchat. Delete your Instagram. Delete your Facebook. Delete your Tinder account. Delete your Snapchat. Delete your Instagram. Delete your Facebook, delete your Twitter account, delete your Snapchat, delete your Insta, delete your Facebook, delete your Tinder account, delete your Snapchat, delete your Insta. Honey came in and she got me red-handed, creepy with a girl next door. Picture this, we were both butt naked, banging on the bathroom. How could I forget that I had given her an extra key? All this time she was standing there, she never took her eyes off me. Oh, you forget the woman, so you your villa. Just for fun, I beat this all the way clean on your villa. You better watch your back before she turn into a killer. This will do the situation that you call the winner. To be a true player, you have to know how to play. If she say a night, convince her, say a day. Never admit to a word that she say. Banging on the sofa I even had her in the shower She even called me 
03444991000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Whoa, hey. Oh, oh, oh. Whoa, Beatles. That's the Sabs. 0344 499 1000. Uh, uh, half past. We, you know when we talked on Friday about surrogate grandparents? Uh, we're going to talk to um, the couple that I saw the tweet about. They're going to come on tonight at half past ten. So I'm really looking forward to that because I'm fascinated by it. But before that, I think for the next 23 minutes, come and have a go. Come and have a go. Yeah? You want some? Come and have a go. Everyone's having a little snipe, a little... Come and have a flipping go. 0344 499 1000. I'll take calls straight to air, Sam. You take it easy. Until half past ten, come and have a go. You can have a go at me. You can have a go at Catherine. You can have a go at Sam if you want. But either way, come and have a go. I bet you won't. Let's go to Sadiq. Good evening, Sadiq. Have you come to have a go? Yeah, I want your phone number. Okay, haven't we been here before? I really want it. I know you do. What are you going to do with it? I just like talking to you on WhatsApp. Would you call it? Would you call you? You want to do a video call? Yeah. Hey, hey! Um, you want to do a video call? Really? Yeah, as a friend, I want to be. I'm a. You want to do a video call? Sorry. You want to do a video call as a friend? Yeah. Oh, uh, I mean. I don't... Here's the thing. I don't quite understand. But you can talk to me here any time that you want. Any time like you WhatsApp. want. I like WhatsApp because I enjoy it. I like sending you the photos of India, like countries I've been to, like Dubai. Why or do I want to see countries you've been to? Now you show me holidays where you've been to. I don't, I'm going to show you my holidays. You want me to show you my holidays? Like Indian food. I show you what kind of Indian food I like. I hate... Here's the thing, right? I love Indian food, OK? And please, please... I love Indian food, but I flipping hate Indian sweets, man. Indian sweets, I'm saying it, I'm calling it out now. Indian sweets what? are the worst sweets in the world. What's your mobile number then? What? You're going to give it to me or not? What the hell are you talking about? You what? You really want my mobile number? Yes, please. You really want my... I'm not giving it to you, man. Why? Because you could be a nut job. I'm not, I'm your friend, I'm trying to, I'm not a job, I'm a normal person. I I don't know if you are normal. I watched your show, I'm a celebrity, I was a massive fan, I saw you, it was really good. I I am really good, right? But I can't listen, dudes, in all all honesty, I cannot give you my phone number, because that would be unethical, it would be weird, you could be a Nigerian scam man. How about Kathleen's number then? Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give, you, I'll give you Cass' phone number. Hang on. Let me just find it. You better not. You better not. Why, why not? Because I'm a married woman. Oh, Sadiq sounds dangerous. Oh, double seven. Don't you dare. Well, OK. Oh. She's told me not to. She's told me not to. How about your TV and don't be like that? Sorry? Give me your number. Please. No. I think you've got a call coming in, Sadiq. Oh, we lost Sadiq there. I don't quite know what um, what happened there. Hang on a minute. Where you going? Hello, Sadiq! You alright? Hey, Sadiq, how you doing, man? Can I save your number, then? You've got... I guess you've got my... Hang on, has it come up on your WhatsApp? Yeah. I guess you got my phone number, then, Sadiq. 
Will you stop calling me now you've got my number? Yes, thank you. Oh. <laughs> Careful what you wish for, guys. <laughs> Will you stop calling me now you've got my number? He hung up. I just WhatsApped him on my phone. I just WhatsApped him. <laughs> Good luck with that, mate. I've got to send him some pictures of some holidays I've been on and Indian sweets. Oh three four 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 two. Just, just give me my number. It's Monday, man. I'm as Monday. I'm high. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We'll talk surrogate grandparents in about twenty minutes. In the meantime, come and have a go. Line one, come and have a go. Good evening, Ian and Catherine. It's Ken here from the sunny city of Newcastle. From the world of fantasy, like yes. Go, go on, Ian, go and have a go. The, I'd like to have a go at the government, uh, the education departments and the media. Here we go. Beautiful. By the way, when I said have a go, you can have a go at anything you want. Me, Cath, the world, whatever you want. Have a go, Ken. Do it. Right. My, 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 I'm have to go at the government and the education department in particular, Ian, because what is happening in this land... The seeds of uh, sexual addiction and sexual promiscuity are now being forcefully planted in the heart. Two different things: sexual addiction, sexual addiction, and sexual promiscuity are two different things. You, but you know that, don't I you? I know that. Okay, good lad. I know that, Ian. But I, I'm just my, my concern here is a great concern is this: that the young people today are being forcefully indoctrinated to accept. Sexual relationships outside of a loving commitment oh, in a marriage. Ken, grow up. Grow, grow up. Grow up. Grow up. Grow up, Ken. For, God, for God's sakes. For God's sakes, grow up. Go, grow up. That's rubbish. You ain't getting any. Grow up. Come on, man. Grow up. Listen. Try before you buy. Try before you buy. I guess we, we've just been watching a documentary about... We've just been watching a documentary about polyamory. Thrupples. Thrupples. You know Thrupples, Ken? No. Thrupples are when it's like one man, two women, or two women and one man. It's the same. But they're, like, married, or there right. could be more. Or three women. Three women. Um, could be four men in a relationship. And I'm thinking of trying it. I'm thinking of becoming polyamorous. So tonight, I'm looking for um, men and women who'd like to get involved in a polyamorous relationship with me. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. This is what I'm talking about. Can you hear me? Um, I can hear the words, but I can't hear the meaning. Because I'm, t- I'm so excited right. at the thought of polyamory. Ian, which is what we're going to call our first kid. We won't know who the dad is being, or the mum. Young people are being pressurised to accept and experiment. No one's being pressurised, no Ken. Ken, you're talking rubbish. No, no one's being pressurised. Ken, you're no talking out of your big ass. No one is being pressurised to have no sex. It's a li- from Ken, you, it's a from lie. You, you're telling lies. Tell me lies. Tell me, sweet little... Ken, when was the last time you spoke to a... Ken, when was the last time you spoke to a pupil who um, uh, went to school? When was the last time? When was the last time you spoke to a pupil? At school today. Okay, and, and how old today were they? I spoke, I spoke to quite a number of young people who go to school who are at college. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 not college, yeah, not college. I'm talking about school. I'm talking about school. When was the last time you spoke to, to a school child? I would guess uh, quite a number in the past week. Uh, okay, and, and, and they've told you, that how many of them have told you no, no, that they no, are no, being pressurised into having sex through the, the, the school's uh, system? 
I'm going to guess I don't get zero. I don't get no, Ken, because you're talking don't about you don't get involved, involved in facts. Don't let me, let me Ken, answer. no, I won't let because you, you're 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 a poisonous little. You, you want to have a go? I'll have a go at you. You're poison and you're you lying. Poisonous. You're lying. You're lying. You are a poisonous you're lying. person. You're lying. You are a poisonous. You're lying, person. Ken. You're little liar. You're poisoning the minds of your listeners with yeah, that's your right, buddy. That's right. That's right. Sexual perversion. Polyamory is not sexual perversion. It's my new lifestyle. Here we go. You and the media promote. Sexual immorality. Constantly. We're having a competition later on tonight where you can win sex. Well, you see, even your even your conversation right now reveals to me your mind is totally obsessed with sex. You started the sex chat. (laughs) You started the sex chat, Ken. Come on. Yeah, but but the, the nation today has been indoctrinated to practice and experiment with different kinds of sex. No, they're not. That's rubbish, mate. They're, they're not. They're Ken. they're not being taught about the loving relationship and a marriage between a man and woman. Yes, they are. It's not being taught. Ken, no, it's not. Ken, you seem to think about what everyone else is doing an awful lot. I mean, a lot more than I do. Are you okay? Well, I'm concerned as a Christian about the morals. Ken, Ken, here's the thing. Ken, here's the thing, right? I've got kids at school, so I'm kind of a little bit more on the school system than you are. I've got kids at school, and as far as I remember, they've not come home yet and told me that they're being pressurised into trying out gay sex, or they've not been pressured into being trans, they've not been pressured into having sex before marriage. They've not. not. So, Ken, you're talking out of your your hole, but thanks for coming and having a go. No, I won't, because you're you're, you're spilling, spreading poisonous bile. He thinks about (laughs) sex a lot, doesn't he? The guy's obsessed. Let's go to line two. Line two, come and have a go. Oh, hello, Ian. It's Amy. Hello, Amy. Are you ready to have a go? We're here. We're having a go. Or we're trying to sort Ooh. out a polyamorous relationships. I want 25. No, I mean, I'm down for that. Aye! Now it's actually staring <laughs> me in the face. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it, Kat. All, all mouth, no trousers. Well, that's part of the attraction. <laughs> like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I could, did you want... We, 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 I know we're late to this party, this, this swinging party, Amy, but Catherine and I just watched the first half of that Louis Theroux... Um, po- po- polygamy. It's called altered states. But, what, but what's, it is, it, is it polygamy? Polyamory. What's polygamy? Polygamy is one. It's is multiple wives. Gammy. So okay. then there's polyandry, which is multiple husbands. But this is polyamory, which just means everyone in. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Everyone in. Uh, so did you see that? Um, did you see that that program, Amy? Yeah, on BBC, right? Uh, yeah, did it? Are you telling me it worked? The, the thought of that, you didn't look at those people and go, um, weirdos, damaged goods. I mean, you know, it's a bit of whatever floats your boat, really. Well, but it, well, <laughs> and here's the thing, Catherine, this is what I'm prepared to think, right? Maybe it's an age thing, because Amy, you're what, you're 25, yeah? And, I am. And Catherine's twice your age, and I'm just, I'm just a little bit younger than yeah, her. Outrageous. Right. And maybe it is an age thing. Maybe. And I tell, and, I, and I, let me just, this is, I'm all right, but d- d- joking to one side. Obviously, I don't want to get involved in a polyamorous relationship because uh, it would mess my head up. But, but that, d- d- seriously, t- d- to one side, to talk about it, right? Maybe people under the age of, let's say, 30 have seen monogamy and traditional marriage fail. Right, it's now it's now at least fifty percent of marriages end in divorce. Mm-hmm. It, it may have nudged over fifty percent, right? <clears throat> so there's a strong chance that that, that people under 30, half people under thirty come from a <coughs> <coughs> excuse me come from a marriage that didn't work, you know, that ended for whatever reason. So maybe the the young people like Amy 
um, are thinking, well, perhaps there is an alternative in the in the same way that that fascism is on the rise again. <laughs> Because people that's seen the young the... people too. Mm, what's the con- what's the connection? What's the what? Connection. That's not what you said, is it? The connection. I'd like to hear that clip. No, I didn't say that. Um, it's, I, I don't know. Are you a it's... fascist, Amy? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Okay, no. Okay. Uh, yeah. But so... you you would you would be you would know. I think you would know if you were fascist. No, do you know what it is? I think I'm pretty old school because I'm one of four kids, and luckily, and touch wood, my parents build together, and. I would love that, and you're right, there's so many people now that are young that don't have that family where their parents are together, and I think it's really sad. Yeah, it is sad, Um, but could you really, seriously now, commit emotionally, physically, I think it's easier than the emotional, but could, could you commit physically and emotionally to more than one person and prepare to share that person that you're in love with as well as share your love with other people. You, could, you couldn't do that, Amy, could you? No, oh, no, I actually couldn't. I generally couldn't. This is, and this is the thing, you see. Right, and I watched that programme and I don't think they could either, right? There was always one person who wasn't quite as in it as everyone else and, one, and actually yeah. more than one of the partners, the original partners didn't seem cool with it and it just seemed to be a way of holding on to that original relationship yeah. to me that's yeah but i i suspect there are some people for whom it works um you'll you'll oh, pull in sure. you'll pull in the face to say maybe it doesn't i don't think it, maybe if you're not as into it in the first place then it won't matter as much when it's not quite the same anymore or maybe what because everyone in, in these relationships said that they were in love but maybe they weren't yeah maybe it was it was lust. Maybe it was infatuation. Maybe it was cutting. Maybe it wasn't true love. But then again, why should true love only be focused on one? Okay. All right. I've got it, Amy. Right. I've got it. Right. So, if mm-hmm. um, a couple are married for twenty years mm-hmm. and he, d- the husband, dies, right, right? and the, the wife is like, "Oh God, yeah. I, do, I, I, I can't." I can't carry on. I she grieved more than that, yeah. All right, all right. Oh, right, God, right. oh, terrible. All right, all right. But then two years later, she finds another man and she's a bit uncomfortable and they start going out and she's, I'm not re- And then they fall in love and they get married, mm-hmm. right? Okay, right. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens if she met that man while her husband was still alive? Ah! Ah! She wouldn't know, would she? Well, no, but what if she did? She could meet him and she could fall in love with him. And then, so then she's got two loves of her life. Well, just a different time. You're assuming that the second one's the love of her life. Well, no, the first one is the love of her life, and well, the second one. The first one was. No, I'm assuming that they both are. I'm okay. assuming. Are you saying that if someone... I bet they love each other differently? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you're agreeing with me. Example. Let so me tell could. you. I know. I've got an, a real life example of this. Here we go. Here we go. My grandma. Now we're in. Now we're in, Amy. My grandma um, okay. remarried in her seventies. Yeah. Right, because my granddad died in, when he was like sixty-two. Okay. So she was on her own for a while. She ended up marrying a guy that she knew from before yeah in fact his first wife was my grandma's bridesmaid so they did know each other before hang on whose first wife his first wife was, wow, was my okay, grandma's right. bridesmaid right okay yeah so I, I don't... she didn't fancy him then and she actually said to me that it was a different kind of marriage than the one she had with my granddad i mean the one she had with my granddad was children involved and yeah. it was kind of yeah. and they were young the, kids the together was, and was sex no no i think it was companionship i don't no. want to speak ill of your grandma though yeah I know, I, like, exactly. I know i don't want to hello who's this oh sorry hang on a minute. i've got a call hang on Oh, it's probably Sadiq. Hello, who is this? Sadiq. Hey, man, how you doing? 
you see that trailer I sent you, Sherlock Holmes, you want Yeah, that? you sent me a trailer for Sherlock Holmes. I, I, I'm a little bit busy, man, because I'm doing the radio right now. I, I talk to you tomorrow morning, yeah? Um, oh Seriously, man. What, what time are you thinking, Sadiq? Ten o'clock. Make it, like, one. Okay. Because I'll be asleep, man. For one o'clock. In the afternoon. You're right. Don't do this. Thanks, man. This is such a bad idea. Bye. Have I got to change my phone number You've again? You've got to block him and then he's going to be gutted and it's all your fault. Not my fault. Uh, maybe I'll get into a polyamorous... No, I won't. Not with him. Um, <laughs> uh, all I'm saying is you, 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 you marry someone and they're the love of your life. That person dies and you meet someone else and you marry them and, well, you're in love again. Well, what happens if you met those two people and fell in love at the same time? You're obviously capable of having feelings for both of mm-hmm. those people. What if you met them at the same time? Sam understands what I'm saying, yeah, don't you, Sam? If you're with the right person in the first place, you don't look at anyone else, do you? Well, but you... Um, uh, love moves in mysterious ways. Oh, God, you hit me with that one, the yep. Julia Fordham. Yeah. Yeah, I did, didn't I? And that's a great song. <laughs> Amy, um, thanks so much for your call. No worries, I see you. Tati, bye. Thanks for clarifying um, everything. Line, line two, come and have a go. Yeah, I want to have a go about Ken. He's totally wrong, because I've an atheist and I've never had sex. But I'll teach him. Thanks very oh. much indeed. There we go. Wow. <laughs> That's a start to a Monday. I've given my phone number to a nut job. Um, I've been called a pervert and uh, almost entered into a polyamorous relationship. The show isn't even 24 minutes old. 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Here they come. Father Hackett. Not very nice calling Sadiq a nut job. Jeez, dude. Get a life. <laughs> Seriously, get a life, man. Also, let's have a conversation when you're using your real name and your face. Thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Line one, come and have a go. Is it possible to be polyaminous on your own if you're ambidextrous? Polyaminous. <laughs> Leave the animals alone. He's doing his best. Come on. He's doing his best. He's a he's a guy having a making a gag. I'm sorry. What can I say? I'm just feeling sassy. This was the sassometer. Is the sassometer is uh, out of control the tonight, ladies and gents? Is out of control. Hey, by the way, this is the late night alternative. Ian Lee, Catherine Boyle, uh, Monday to Friday, uh, ten o'clock till one o'clock. You're welcome to give us a call about anything you want at all. We just sit here and talk nonsense. Uh, we, I do want to talk about um, polyamory. Well, that yes. that, it's polyamory. It doesn't sound yeah, like. Yeah, yeah, that's totally it. Um, I couldn't do it. I was, I was joking earlier on. Of course, it's a cheap guy to go. Hey, I'm up for it. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Uh, it would. Uh, it, I had trouble maintaining one relationship for any extended period of time. So maintaining seven, it's like spinning plates. Although actually, spinning plates is easy because it's they're not They've got a little ridge in them. Little ridge in them. Um, so if you saw the Louis Theroux thing, like was it last week? It went out. No, Sunday. Oh, Sunday just gone. I uh-huh. thought it had gone out before. All oh, right, fine. Well, if you saw it yesterday, well, this is to- oh, this is topical chat. Then totally, we're on top of this. Oh, this is topical chat. We're doing topical chat. Yes, boy, Lee, this is what a real radio show is like. Go you. Except we're doing topical chat purely by chance, yeah. not by planning. He's not doing on purpose. If you saw it on Sunday, I'd love to get your thoughts on it. We haven't seen the whole thing yet. Um, and I'd, I'd be very surprised if we have anybody involved in a polyamorous relationship who's listening. But if you are, or if you know someone, I, I just, how do you get your head around it, man? How do you, oh, no, Catherine, I'm not, you're looking for innuendo where there isn't. I forgot to take my tablets today, so I'm, 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 I'm as high as a kite. Man. I'm higher than a kite. If you made a kite big enough, do you, you could attach a human to it. Yeah, they do. Do they? Uh-huh. Shut up. Yeah, you remember Gareth that we used to work with? 
He used to attach himself. To a kite? Mm-hmm. I worked with a man who attached himself to a kite for yeah, three years he'd and he never like told a, me. he'd be on like a buggy or something. A buggy? A buggy. Oh, what, so he'd be on the ground? Mm-hmm. No, I mean flying. I think you can do that, no? Well, and he a hang but, glider. No, not hang gliding, like a kite, an actual diamond shape. All right, with a tail. Yeah, and you, 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 someone, someone... <laughs> with a kid running in front. So Gareth didn't used to fly... Did Probably, get... yeah, I'm going to say yeah. OK, all right, fine, fair enough. I like that. I appreciate that. Um, and that works for me. Now, let me find... Uh, oh, here we go. Right. So we're talking on Friday. Abby, if you're listening, I'm going to give you a call in a second. Stand by your phone. Get ready. I'm going to do the preamble, then I'm going to call you live on air. We may get interrupted. Um, we may get interrupted by Sadiq. So this is a tweet I saw the other day, because I, 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 I'm having a tough old time at the moment, and we will talk about divorce and dads and things in a bit. And, um, uh, yeah, because I've had a tough weekend. Anyway, so, uh, and I've not been feeling great. So I tweeted that I wasn't feeling great, and this, um, loads of people said, oh, hang in there. Loads of people said, man up, snowflake. Oh, OK, fine. Helpful. Um, but I, as, I, quite often what I do is, if I'm bored and I'm sat at the computer I'll, uh, and people tweet me or people follow me that I don't recognise, I'll have um, a little look at their, their bios and their pictures. And I found some really interesting people as a result and some quite dull people as a result, but, but all, all human beings. And so Abby tweeted... Um, hang in there, you got this, or something like that. And I saw that there was a picture of her and a picture of a bloke as their little thing. I thought, let's have a little look and see what's going on here. And one of her tweets was this, right? And it, it, I could scroll down the timeline, and one of these tweets was this, and it blew me away. Right, so we're going to phone her up in a second and talk to her. This is the tweet. Hi, I am mum of two beautiful girls. Me and my husband are currently seeking for uh, hashtag surrogate, hashtag grandparents in the UK. We need a couple who is willing to care, bond, and love our children. For more information, please inbox me. And I just thought, wow, man, surrogate grandparents. And I was chatting a little bit to Abby in the the old DMs, um, and uh, she sounded, uh, you know, she sounded absolutely delightful, and the situation sounds a bit intense. Um, and she couldn't come on. Um, she couldn't come on uh, the other day. Why? Um, Oh, I'll do it there, don't I? I've forgotten how to do a thing. But she can come on now. So I'm just dialing you now. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, maybe we can give her number to Sadiq. <laughs> and he can send her the trailer for Sherlock Holmes 3. That's what he sent me. It's, uh, the first of many things he's going to send. Welcome to the O2 ah! messaging service. Abby, what have you the done? you are calling is unable to take... Well, um, she might have um, changed her mind, which is fine. Have I got that right? Let's try again. Let's try again. Welcome to the oh, open no. Can we have that trail ready? Because I'm going to send her a little bit message. She may have changed the mind, which is absolutely fine. That number's in the system now, so Sam can keep trying. OK, I'm just going to double-check it, because maybe she sent me the wrong number, or maybe, Abby, you've changed your mind. And if you've changed your mind, I'm totally cool with that. Of course I am, because I know you're a bit nervous about coming on. Um, in the meantime, 03444991000. This is Talk Radio. The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Let me try. Let me try that one more time. Uh, let's try. Let's try. I've just sent her a tweet, so we're all, we're all good. How is it ringing? Because it's not... Uh... Hello? Hello. Hello. Mm. Sam, can I trust in trust? Hello. No. That's, uh, can you? Can I? Uh, 
how do I? Oh no, hang on, I've called again. Welcome to the yeah. O2 messaging. Keep it trying. I've sent her a little tweet. Um, she, I, I spoke to her earlier on via the Twitter, and she said she was up for it. But that was a few hours ago. Maybe she changed my mind. Maybe she's having trouble with the babies. That's fine, Abby. If you're listening, we have got all night. If you want to come on, we can do it another night. Um, or if you don't want to do it, then we don't have to do it. It's it's all cool, man. I'm just curious to find out a little bit more about it. Oh, she might block withheld numbers. How do we get around that? Well, why don't you get Sam to leave a voicemail with our phone number? Okay. Can you do that for me, Sam? Sam's shrugging his shoulders like a, like a teenager. That guy is... Uh, he's outrageous. Isn't he? he needs some slaps. He's been drinking my sass juice. He needs some slaps legs. That's what he needs. Um, yeah, that might be the case. Oh, that makes things complicated, man. So I went to um, the Rolled Dahl Museum at the weekend. And Story Centre. The Story Centre, twice, mm-hmm. right? And we loved it. We loved it. We went... It's one of those places you buy... It's not a lot there, right? They've got giant doors that smell of chocolate. No. The smell of chocolate. We were there just sniffing the doors for ages. They've um, still got the loos that make the noises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. So we went there on the Saturday. It's one of those things. You buy tickets, you can use the ticket the whole year, for a year. And um, and my youngest didn't want to go. Uh, and then three hours later when we left, I don't want to leave. And then we got home that night and we're all very tired. He said, can we go back tomorrow? And I'm like, you know what? Yeah, of course we can. We can go back tomorrow. And we're really nice author harry um oh what was his name we went to a session harry heap harry heap so we went to one of the sessions with harry heap on the saturday and it was great we had a lovely lovely time and you go in there and there's like some history stuff and you know and there's like little games to play and things to find and Mm -hmm. there's loads of like arts and crafty bits there's a great bit the boys were in hysterics of this there's a table right with a load of words on it um and um, you make your own sentences. And then there's a camera filming the table. Then it projects the sentences onto the floor. And it's all, you make sentences, it's all words like um, smelly, old hag, toilet, you, you know, wobbly, all of that. And the boys were wetting themselves, making up these, what they thought were incredibly rude uh, sentences and doing all that and there's bits where you cut bits of paper out and stick stuff together and it's great fun and we loved it and I thoroughly thoroughly recommend it they got some amazing cakes in the cafe there's a geocache hidden not that far away from oh. it in somewhere very special um, and we went yeah so we went on the Saturday and we saw Harry Heap give uh, like a talk for an hour and he, and he inspired my boys to write he's t- talking about they, he was encouraging the, all the, the children to come up with you know, what characters could we have in a book? Okay, think of a character and give it a name. Now, what does this character like and what do they hate? And there was all this stuff. So we, oh, everyone came up with like six characters. Then he said, right, the key to a good book is every story needs a problem. So what is the problem? And he inspired my youngest. So we got home that night. My youngest, who's going to be seven in January, I could call him six. He's kind of closer to seven. Sat there writing this, writing this story called Dan the Dan and the Dinosaur about Dan who loves dinosaurs and none of his friends do but one of his friends dad has got a time machine so he, got, he steals the time machine doesn't know how to work it so he smashes it up and that <gasps> takes him back to dinosaur days that's when we stopped but we know that he's gonna have trouble getting back we know that and it was it was great uh, but when we went back the second day there weren't that many people there actually it was there were, there were, I'm sorry I'm just checking my uh no she's not tweeted back um 
So we met the second day and we went into this, at the back. There's like an arts and crafts room where there are two tables with chairs around and um, loads of like sort of worksheets where you can draw things and write things and cut things out and stick them. And it's great. You know, my, we didn't get to it the Saturday because it's a bit busy. And so we went back there and that was the first place my, my youngest wanted to go to. So we went there. Right. And there's only, it's only a small bit, this tiny little room. And there were two tables. One table, surrounded by kids, and about three adults sat around it. Loads of kids, right? And uh, they kind of commandeered most of the chairs. So the other table, the one we went to, right, there were six people sat around. Six people on chairs. There were no more chairs. No other chairs left, right? All the chairs were gone. Six people sat around, but room for us to kind of go Mm -hmm. there, right? Of the six people sat around, two of them were kids, right? Um... And four of them were p- their parents, right? One of whom was on his mobile phone. Didn't oh. want to be there, right? And me and my boy had to stand. My boy had to stand. I had to kneel. Now, I was unhappy kneeling. One of those parents should have given the boy a chair. I wouldn't have sat down full stop. No, well, listen, if there's chairs there, no one's standing. I sit down. I sit, of course I sit down. I'm no, old. If, if the room's empty, then yeah, OK. But... but, but, but well, there were four adults. One was a dad who looked so bored. So if it, listen, if you listen, if you're not going to be there, go out and have a fag. Go, go in the go and have a coffee, right? Because that was just looked awful. And then he's on his phone, and my boy had to stand, right? And it's not just it's my boy. It's a place for kids. It's yeah. a place to celebrate magic for children, right? Roald Dahl, right? who is all about the magic of children, right? And it's a little, tiny little workshop where kids get to make stuff. There were four adults, there were two kids, and my boy was standing. If I had been in any situation like that, I'd have been straight up. Here, young man, you sit down there. No, don't you worry. I, I've got plenty of room here. For... And I, my, my, boy is, my boy is very shy and nervous, and he likes me to be next to him. So I'm, I'm going to be next to him or behind him if I had to squeeze out of the way. And I've not got a problem about kneeling down, but four parents were sat there, and I'm just looking at them thinking... You haven't got a clue what this is about. Also, yeah, exactly. The the overriding message of that place is to prioritise children. Yes, And man. also to remember what it's like to be small. Totally. Totally. And it was... And I'm sat there, I was disgusted. I was really disgusted. Right. There was this, this guy, and they weren't old. They weren't old, but they were in their 40s. The, the, the guy on the phone and his wife, probably in their 30s. And the mum with the girl was really getting into it. Guy was on the phone. And then the other kid, the other two parents were kind of getting into it. I just think, that's really, I think, I, I, it's out of order. My wife, who's quite feisty, she came on the Sunday, didn't come on the Saturday. She said, well, I would have told him to move. And I said, yeah, I know. I, it crossed my mind, but my boys sort of love it, but generally they hate it when I get involved in confrontations. And I get involved in confrontations quite a bit. And I didn't, it was not, a, it was such a small enclosed space. It wasn't worth going, um, excuse me. Maybe it was. Maybe it wasn't. Excuse me. Come on. Could, can my lad sit down? Yeah, but then you might have been tense around the table. But and... it's just, honestly, it was such a misjudged. I just thought, you arseholes. That's what I thought. I thought, you absolute rude arseholes. This is a place for kids. And my, of course, my boy didn't mind standing, but he would have been so much more comfortable sat down, getting stuck in. And I just thought, that's so mean. That's so mean. And it, I'm constantly aware, when I'm out, I'm constantly aware of. Are there kids or old people around and do their needs, are their needs different and superior to mine? Constantly. It's a constant thing. 
are there kids and pa- old people, are their needs different and superior to mine? Am I doing something that is inhibiting them? Could I make a slight adjustment that will make their experience more beneficial? Because I'm a bloke in his 40s and I'm, I'm quite fit and I'm all right. That's it. Yeah. That's it, man. Do you know what I've realised? That I put myself behind everyone a lot. Yeah. Right? yeah. I, I kind of live to be out of everybody else's way. And there have been occasions recently where things have happened and I've gone, ah, you know what? They don't think about it. Yeah. And I make it easy for them. Yeah. Yeah. But I, does that make me... No, I still think I'm right. My, um... I, I, I sometimes am the only person as well on a tube train where I'm the only person offering an older person a chair. Yeah. You just see people sat there. And I've seen people... Um, I, I, um, nab the chair, sort of dash in front of an old person to get cut, the chair. Cut them up. When we went to New York, me and the boys, and we got the the tube back from the baseball game, and the boys were tired, man, because it had been they'd been three and a half hours in the sun, and um, been a long journey out there. We'd been doing stuff all morning, and it was a long journey back into town. And we got on the tube, and both of them got onto one seat, and the tube was packed, and they got onto one seat, they squeezed on one seat. And we got we we did one stop, and then an old boy, really old boy, got on the next thing. Next thing, no one offered him a chair. I said, "Boys, I know you're tired, but we're going to offer this gentleman this chair." And they were like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." They were they were cool with it because yeah. they got that that was the right thing to do. And I said, "Excuse me, sir, would you, do you want this?" He said, "Are you sure?" I said, "Yeah, no, no, these boys can stand. They're good. Don't you worry." They were cool with it. They knew it was the right thing to do. He was it made his life a whole lot easier. And no hopefully, one else did it. but hopefully, the rest of the carriage felt a little bit ashamed of themselves. No one else did it. What is it? I find myself all the time oh, waiting for other people to come through sort of narrow spaces. Um, the way round the school where we have to go and collect the children. Yeah. You kind of, it's kind of maybe two people maximum, a mum holding a, a child's hand through this sort of little passageway thing. Yeah. I'm always standing at the end of that while people just walk through and they walk past me. Yeah. And I'm holding back because I'm thinking, right, no, you bring, you come on through and bring your push chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. They don't even look at me. Yeah, people, man. Make you feel like a right mug, don't? And I, and I know it's the right thing to do. Yeah. But at the same time, I think a lot of people are walking around with their heads in bubbles. People, these people sat around this table. It's two kids and four adults, uh-huh. and no more chairs. And I just thought, man, a lot. And that, but that also, idiot that was there, going back that, to the original point. That place is all yeah. geared up towards children. But that idiot just sat there looking so bored on his mobile phone. I just thought, get out. Get out, man. You're creating a bad vibe. This is You're not giving memories to your daughter. It's slightly aggravate me to think that, but you're, you're not giving memories to your daughter. Either interact, right? I'm, I'm, when we eventually did sit down, because everyone went, because there was a storytelling that we weren't going to go to. So everyone went, so the whole place was empty. So then it's me and my boy on that table and a couple on the other table. And so I'm sat there watching him and encouraging him, and, and I said to him, oh, do you know what? I'm going to get one of these sheets. I'm doing this, man. Mm-hmm. And I started sitting down next to him, and he was thrilled that suddenly I'm drawing stuff. And he kept looking over, because he knows I'm not a very good drawer. He kept looking over and going, hey, that's really good, Daddy. Well done. You're doing brilliantly. And we're kind of vibing off each other, man. Yeah. 0344 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. It looks like we've not got Abby tonight, and that's absolutely fine. I'll send her a little message. Uh, we'll keep trying. Maybe we'll speak to her later in the week. Maybe we won't. Still happy, very happy, to talk about, um, uh, I guess, I suppose... With the surrogate grandparents and the polyamorous relationship, there's kind of a, a connection there of unusual rela- uh, uh, families, modern families. Yeah, like um, rethought families. Rethought 
families. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. And if you just want to come and have a go at me, at Kath, at Sam, at anything you want. It's a Monday free for all I'm calling it because I apparently things on the radio are supposed to have names. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Come and have a go. You interpret that sentence any way you want. Come and have a go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We'll we'll call you back now. We'll stop the call straight to him. We will if you phone up, you'll speak to Sam. He will take your name and number. He will give you a call straight back. It's as simple as that. Um what else did we do at the weekend? Hang on a minute, I've got to my neck. Oh. There it is. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, I don't want to... It's been a bit intense the first hour of the show. I don't know if I want to get all heavy on you. Let's not get heavy. We'll get heavy a bit later on. So now I'm on Twitch. Now I'm a professional streamer on Twitch. Um, I had over 100 viewers at one point last night. My boys streamed as well at the weekend. They asked if they could stream. I said, okay, but you're not having the camera on and you're not having the microphone on. So they streamed. They had 12 people watching. They loved it. Because to, to, to them now, streaming, even more so than YouTube, is it's like a pop star. It's yeah. a legitimate art form it's a legitimate performance it's uh for, for those who don't know streaming is when you play a video game and you stream it online and generally you'll have a little video of you in the corner and you'll be talking to people and there's a chat room and all of that twitch is what i do it on twitch.tv slash ian lee and you get subscribers and you get followers and you get a few dollars out of it and it, it's kind of it's kind of interactive i had a lovely session last night where um me and ollie and roger who were regular callers to this show we um found partner of Stacy who listens to this show her fella Captain Chad came on and we were playing Rainbow Six and it was team kills galore just kept team killing everybody it was great um and so my boys did a bit of that on on Sunday morning only about half an hour and they love I can't believe we got we had 12 people watching us play we got a subscriber they're playing Tomb Raider and they were lousy at it and the new Tomb Raider is full of swear words Oh, it's full of swears. It's outrageously bad. There's a bit where it's, this guy's getting beaten up and it's F and S and I'm just sat there thinking, oh, hope they're not noticing. They noticed. And they keep saying, because they know the F word, they know crap and they know bloody. They keep saying, so, so there are other swear words. I say, yes, there are. Can you tell them to me? No, 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 I'm not going to tell them to you. Can you give us the letter? I said, dude, I'm not giving you... Imagine, imagine my pure baby's ears saying, well, there's one called the C word. Imagine, I, can't, I said, I'm not giving you the letters. I said, look, I, I'm not that bothered by swearing, um, I, but I know, you know, they know their grandmother would be. And I said, but my job is to keep you as pure and innocent as I can for as long as I can, right? So when you, you, you will learn these swear words. You'll probably learn them very, very soon. I've just got a feeling that it's kind of the vibe in the air at school. Um, and, and, and that's fine, but it's kind of your journey to find them. It's not my journey to give them to you. I didn't say that, but I wish I had, because that sounds wise. Well, no, it also sounds like an adventure, so uh, we'll rein that one in. I've told you you should give give them some... Oh, God, all right. Here, here we go. Here's, here's the swear words. And yeah. Just make something up. Flange. Flange is quite rude. <laughs> uh, but no, it is an adventure. Language, experiencing, growing, all of this stuff, is it's an adventure, man. It's an, ad- it's an adventure. 
Um, so, uh, so here's my thing, what I wanted to do, and now I'm being told that it might be illegal in the realm of Twitch. I did this last year, uh, uh, yeah, earlier this year, on YouTube. I streamed myself getting ready for bed, going to sleep, sleeping all night, and wake up in the morning and switch the stream off. How come that's illegal? Well, this is what I want to find out, right, is, is I did it on YouTube, and I'm planning... Can you take line two, just in case that's our guests? Would you um, tell Mandeep to wait? Um, And um, so I wanted to do it on Twitch at the weekend, and I've set an event Saturday night at 10.30, going to be sleeping. And then some people say, no, no, you're not allowed to to sleep on Twitch. It's... uh, so, so, but but there are well, women that play. I'm saying quote unquote play computer games with their basically with their baps out, and that's fine. Not on Twitch, they don't. Oh, don't they? No, no, no. Whoa, 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 whoa. Back off. Not on Twitch, they don't. It's not a titty oh. fest. No, Twitch is not. No, Twitch is like proper um, game serious gaming. We watched um, uh, we watched some Fortnite action. No, no, no. It's not a titty fest at all. At all. It's not hmm. dicks and things like that. Not on Twitch. Well, no, I didn't think it was dicks, but I thought that there was some. No, 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 no. I don't think so. More risque presentation methods. No, I don't think so on Twitch. I'm, I'm prepared to be proven wrong, but I don't think there is on Twitch. If, if, but listen, this is why I'm saying this. If people, people out there obviously know more than me. And I say people, I mean people under the age of 25. Hmm. Uh, is, is Catherine right? Is there kind of a booby... Um, underbelly. Underbelly going on. Um, Sam or, would know when or, he's finished or, the film. No, no, let me do that. Um, or, or, or not. But anyway, I don't think I can stream myself sleeping on there for all my subscribers. I, 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 can someone... What I need is I need a young person to call me. Sam's getting through to Abby, but I think we're having a few problems with the line. Um, is I need a young person who understands Twitch to call me. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Abby, we're trying to call you, but we're struggling to get through to you. Uh, Mandeep. Hey, Ian. Hey, man, do you know about Twitch? Um, I am familiar with it, but I'm not really... I don't really participate in it. Are there really boobies on there? Can I sleep on there? Can I show my boobies on there while I'm asleep? Um, I would like to answer yes to all three of those questions, <laughs> but I don't know enough about it, I'm okay. afraid. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. What you got for us, Mandeep? Um, yeah, so, um, this might be a little, little bizarre, okay. but I'll try, I'll try and get first into it. First hour of the so, show's been ridiculous, mate, so you can't be any more <laughs> than that. Right. So, um, I'm fortunate enough to work with work colleagues who we can have a banter about random subjects. Yep. And, um, uh, something came up, uh, in, uh, last week. Yeah. Um, and there's no pun intended that you'll see what I mean in a second. Okay. Um, which I thought was crazy. But um, somehow we got onto the topic subject of erections. Okay. And just how, like, you know, if you're a guy, you might have a random erection when you're in the office, if you're out and about, yeah. and you've got to deal with it, concede it. So deal with it. Yep, yep. So <laughs> what I said was what I tend to do is just tuck it to one side yep. against my leg sort of thing. Of keep it out of the way. Yeah, if it's, if it's protruding forwards, which it can do, you just got to kind of yep. straighten up against your body. Yep, fine. Yep, Absolutely exactly. fine. And that's what I was expecting. There was, like, um, one lady and three other guys, yeah. two other guys. And I was also expecting other guys to confirm as well. But all, but both of the guys and um, the lady as well, um, I guess she's always been past boyfriends, said, but you can also position it up, straight up against your, like, stomach, lower stomach. Mm. And I had never <laughs> heard of that. Well, straight up. Think, 
Yeah. So twelve o'clock. Yes. And I was like, but how do you? You can't keep it. It's going to fling forward. You, you'd snap it. But, well, I thought, well, do you like, is it like, you know how you get, uh, like, booby tapes that, you know, you tuck them in place? Do you, is it like something for, um... How do you know about, boob- how for... do you know about booby tape? Man, I've, I've, uh, I'm, I'm a man of the world. Okay. I've, I've read a few gossip magazines and stuff. <laughs> but, um... Man, man deep's <laughs> digging heat magazine. Hey, oh, man, that, I, uh, digression slightly, I remember having a flick through one of those once, uh, from a lady I worked, she left in the tea room. I think some of my brain melted. I don't understand how what people find um, um, I don't interesting about those. But yeah. back to the topic. Yes, the so topic of erect penises. Yes. Yes, but what they explained then was what what they would do is like use their underwear to keep it in place. Right. Which still doesn't make sense to me. Um, so then I tried it later that night in the privacy of my room, <laughs> out of public. <laughs> Uh, this guy's worse than Ken for deviancy. Flipping heck. <laughs> Go on. Uh, and yes. I confirmed what I suspected that it doesn't work. And I reported back to my colleagues the following day. They were slightly aghast that I, I don't know, I did try it. You but, called them out. Um, you called out their fake news. Well, yeah. And I told them that, like, when you do that, it still, the, 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 the head still protrudes. Out of, okay, all right. Yeah, we, you know, got, we, we, okay. we got it, we got it, we got it. Yeah. And yes. the band, so you can't walk around like that because no. it's going to, you no. know no. what I mean. Yes. But they they were still sticking by the story and they were, I don't know, I don't, so I, think I wanted to ask you. What we know, man, what, well, I know, well, Mandy, what, we, what we've learned from that is um, you, are, you uh, are a man who should be very proud of himself mm-hmm. and your, co- <laughs> your colleagues... Are cold. Exactly. It, they, they obviously <laughs> don't have as much... They don't get as man deep as you do, <laughs> man deep. I'm. That's very, very kind words. I'm sure that's not the case. I just. I. Yeah. I wanted to ask you whether. I don't know. I what won, do I do? I what do I do you? when I get an erection when I'm out and about? Yeah. How do you deal with? How do I go. You, how I go and. I go and. Um, I go and. Uh, no. No. Hide behind a bush. Okay. And uh, sort it out that way. Mandeep, you're a very naughty boy. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice that keeps on calling me down the road. It's where I'll always be. Stop, I make, I make a new friend Can't stay for long, just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road that never seems to end When you adventure lies just around the bend So if you want to join me just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, the whole world is my home. So if you wanna join me for a while, just grab your hat, come travel like that's old style. Maybe tomorrow I wanna settle down. Until tomorrow, I'll just keep moving on.
world is waiting to unfold a brand new tale no one has ever told we've journeyed far but you know it won't be long we're almost there we paid our fare with a hobo song maybe tomorrow i want to settle down until tomorrow i'll just keep moving i did you hear that um sorry i don't know you're hearing the news about that, um, um, the Grenfell Tower bonfire burning effigy thing. Do you hear that? I was listening to that during the news. Um, can the people involved, people never trying to find out if the people involved can be charged with anything? So I watched it. Um, did you hear that on the news about the Grenfell Tower thing? And in the news, the people people are wondering if they can be charged with anything. So I found it. I found it on um, online. And I watched it. I watched about half of it. It's grim. Have you seen it? Yes, yeah, it's, it's grim. But no, they can't be arrested for anything. They can't be charged with anything. You can't be charged with being an idiot and being offensive and being a knob. They're sentenced to be daft for the rest of their lives. Yeah, I mean, I watched it, and it, you just think, oh, flipping it, man. That's that's a bit, Jeff. It really is. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible, you know. It's, it's, I, won't, I was going to play it, and I thought, I won't actually, because it's too grim. It's just, it's a silly couple of families, it sounds and looks like. <clears throat> little bonfire in their back garden, and they've built like a three-foot to... three cardboard Grenfell with people stuck on the front, and, and then they burn it, and they're, they're, they're giggling away, and they're having the time of their lives, and you just think, well, aren't you lucky that nothing like that has ever happened to you, and let's pray that it, it, it stays the same. And it's sick, and it's horrible, and it's offensive, and it's it's disgusting. And but they're look, morons, and they filmed yeah. it. You know, doing it in, fir- in the first it. place. cat's tip. If you're going to oh, do well, something offensive, don't film it. No, but that just shows an extra <clears throat> level of not giving a monkeys, doesn't it? No, I don't think it does anymore. Everything's filmed. Mm. Every second of every day is filmed. I don't. I don't think it necessarily means it. But, um, uh, but no. The, the answer to the question that was raised in the news is no. They can't be charged. They can't be charged. What are you going to charge them with being dicks? Um, if, if that were the case, cats would be serving life. Wow. <laughs> but it's. I mean, because um, I like. Listen, I like a laugh. I sometimes like quite a sick laugh. If I'm honest, I've, I've got a dark, very dark sense of humour. I'm sat there watching that going, whoa, flipping that, man. Come on, that is... Uh... And I was... Here's the thing. I, th- I don't know about you, Catherine, but I always feel that I missed... <clears throat> uh, Sam, Sam, stay there. I'll come to you in a second. That We were in New York when Grenfell happened. So we. I, I feel that I personally missed a significant... I missed the brunt, if that's not too callous a word to say. I feel I missed a lot of the... I missed the brunt and a lot of the emotion of the story yeah. because we were in New York when it happened. I remember I was either going to bed or I woke up and it was... And then we flicked on the news and I saw a burning tower and then I flicked on... I, I thought, oh, that's terrible. We flicked onto another thing. And I kind of said to you, oh, there's a... There's a and we, we, we addressed it a couple of times. But I certainly missed just how big it was, just how devastating it was, just how horrific... It was because I. Uh, it happened quite early on when we were away, and so for the the first week of it, you miss it. And the first week is when all the new any news stories when you're getting all of the big stuff. Obviously, you come back and you couldn't help be impacted by it. And you drive past it for the first time a few months later. It's like, oh, flipping it, right? Okay. Um, so, but I personally feel I've, I missed. I'm not as connected with the Grenfell story as people who were perhaps in the country mm-hmm. at the time and saw it. And then Sam Delaney, of course, who was uh, yeah. doing drive time here at the, uh, the, that time, went back every Thursday yeah, yeah, yeah. 
to try and make sure that those people still had voices and that yeah. the attention didn't go yeah. away from them. But I'm saying is, even with me being perhaps slightly more removed from it than, than a lot of other people, watching that video, you think, Jesus, man, come on, that's... Uh... That's, that's, that's not good. That's, they're, 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 I'm not saying they're bad people, but they're idiots. They're idiots and, and, and a little bit of thought. And you just wonder if anybody who was at that event was thinking, this doesn't feel right to me. Because mm. it's hard to be the person that speaks out goes, in those mate, events. Uh, if really? everybody else is having a great time, 20 people are having a great time, you're the one that goes, ah. as I get older, I can do it. But yeah, when I was younger, there's, there's, there's some older people, there's some people in their 50s, it looks like, there's some you know, people in their 20s. I, I would, I would, when I was younger, I would have struggled to speak out now. I'd say, do you know what? This ain't for me. I'm going home. Um, anyway, 0344 So uh, we were talking about surrogate grandparents and the lovely tweet that I saw from Abby Baker. And I don't think we've got uh, Abby, but I think we've got Sam. Hey, Sam. Hi. Hey, Sam. So so hang on. So tell me, the, who who the heck are you, Sam? What's your connection with Abby? <laughs> um, well, I, I posted an ad on Facebook on the Surrogate USA. Oh, yeah. And so did. And Abby commented on my post, um, asking if there's anywhere in the UK but unfortunately, there's nothing up for the UK surrogate yeah. grandparents where it's it. really big in the USA. Yeah. Um, and we there is a page open, but there's like 28 members on it, and it's not up and going. Is your phone you is your phone Sam made of cardboard? Because this is this is a you've got a lousy. I'm, I'm going to start. A, I'm going to start a Facebook page to get you a decent phone, if such a thing exists. Well, I can hear you. I can. So what? Sorry, you were saying that you. So you started a Facebook page, but there, there weren't many members. And, and, and what? This was a Facebook page to get for the UK. Yeah, surrogate grandparents for the UK. Yeah, but there's about 28 members on it, and it's not up and running like the USA one. So, um, so how big is how big is this in the states? Then is this is this like a huge thing? It is. This is massive in the States, yes, massive. Um, there's people out there that children are missing out on grandparents. And they're, they're stepping forward and they come in and they're coming and watching at the Christmas play, at sports day, and they're just coming around at Christmas. They, ain't got, they haven't got children of their own. Yeah. Or, and it's really nice. And it sounds that's wicked. What I love for my children. For someone to come round, tell them stories, yeah. come and have Sunday dinner with us, Ooh. go sports day and watch them at sports day. Uh, hang, hang on a minute, on. Sunday dinner's involved. What's what's your minimum age of grandparent you're looking for, Sam? Is forty <laughs> is forty five too young? Uh, well, I'm thirty three. <laughs> It could so, work out. It could work. Um, so, <laughs> so your situation. So you haven't got grandparents for your kids. Well, I don't have. I'm not involved with my parents. Right, and my okay. husband's not really involved with his parents, so we've not got quite family. Aunties and uncles don't even involve with them. Um, it's quite sad, really, and I yeah. feel sorry for my children. Of course. They can't go back and say, I've been at Granny's this week, and all my Granny's there cheering me on, and you know, stuff like that. I think it's, and I do believe out there that the people out there who can't have children would love this opportunity involved in a big family because we're family i've got five children with my husband yeah and i think it'll be so lovely and nice hang on did you say five children and you're only what 33 
Uh, give it, a, give it a rest for for a I've few months, twins. Sam. Got twins. twins. Oh, okay. All right. Fine. Well, I mean, but flip it. You're done. All right. right. Um, twins, put me off. Yeah, man. Live. You must be shattered. I've got a friend who did that. She said, "I'll just have one more, just to complete the family." She had twins. Yeah, we go. That's the yeah. way it goes. Um, and you're right. It, you know, because I'm so lucky, uh, uh, Sam. Even though I'm divorced, my boys live just around the corner from my, my in-laws, my, their grandmother and grandfather on my wife's side. Literally, it's a you, it's a four-minute walk away. And um, and they've had that for the last few years, and it's brilliant to see that relationship. But the grandparents do well out of it because they, you know, they get get to be involved, and the boys do well because they get, you know, they get kind of a slightly old-fashioned schooling from them, and they get great food, and they get spoiled rotten, and it's a yeah. great relationship. Um, and it's a sh- you're right, it is a shame for your five kids if they can't. Have that. What, what? So, how did you hear about it then? Did you you read about it in the states? Um, no. Oh, I was looking for someone who was lonely at Christmas at first. You know the old age. Yeah. Um, a dot, a granny. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking at that, and then I come across it online, searching surrogate grandparents in the USA. And I sat, I added their page, and I was looking, and there's so many stories on there. It's so overwhelming. It's really nice. Yeah. We've all got on. But you do your checks and stuff like that, so it is safe. And if you don't feel comfortable with them, then you don't go with them. It's like had meetings and, you know, went to the park and met up with them, and some people took it off, and... Some, some well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like you've got, you've got to kind of audition them and they've got to like you and the kids. Imagine if you get a surrogate grandparent who thinks the kids are brats. Then, you, <laughs> then you're in yeah. trouble. They don't like them. Well, but it's I've got to work for everyone. Boys, though. They're oh. handful. Oh, man. How old are your boys? They're 10 and twins at 7. Oi, mate. Good and luck. Teenage girls. Oh, 15 and 14. Man, a lot. I've got... My boys are going to be eight and... No, hang on. What, how old are they going to be? Nine and seven. Oh, and and that's a handful. So having those ages is is, is crazy. Um, so where have you looked? Have you, is it... You just... You've set up this Facebook page and it's not taken off? Or have you... It, I, have you looked? I'm, I never set it up. Someone else has right, set okay. it up. Right, yeah. OK, yeah. And I've, that's basically... That's all I've done so far. Yeah. It's just... I think about putting an ad up in Winda or in the newspaper, anyone lonely at Christmas, and just because of that room, they can come and join us for Christmas dinner, and you never know, do you? I wonder whether if you approach your local Age UK, they might be able to hook you up. Yeah. yeah. That's not a bad idea, Age UK. Is it Age UK? Is that what yeah. they're called now? Yeah, it used to be Age Concerned. Age Concerned, isn't it? Yeah, that's not a bad idea, Catherine Boyle. I think they do similar schemes to that most years, but um, they'd certainly know where which direction to point you in, I, I bet. Yeah. Have a little word with them, Sam. Give them a call. I know, but I think they might be a little too old and not want to be this is, here's the want, thing. Um, Sam is a, Sam yeah. is a young Sam is a young is a young oh, mum. So she doesn't want dead old, she wants about fifty. <laughs> she doesn't she yeah. wants... <laughs> 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 But I can have great great grandparents for them yeah. as well. So that's the great great grandparents. <laughs> but the grandparents she's looking around sort of fifty, fifty five tops. 
she's, that's the limit. She's yeah. looking for someone who, like my mum, can take the kids out to the park now and again. Actually, you know what? That's true, because you, of course you think of, like, um, uh, uh, you know, Aunt Flo from Bod, like a little old lady with a grey bun <laughs> and stuff like that. It's, um... Oh, it must be a tough one. Well, uh, Sam, listen, keep us posted. If anything, uh, if we hear anything, we'll be in touch and we'll let you know. You you don't want any of our listeners, if I'm honest with you, Sam. Oh, they're all weird. (laughs) Yeah, they're... uh, (laughs) They're all weirdos. Seriously, I wouldn't. I wouldn't talk to them unless I was getting paid. Um, um, but listen, if we hear, listen, we'll keep your number on file because if we hear anything, and you never know, someone might see a tweet I've done and go, "Oh, actually, I've got an agency." Or you know, there mm-hmm. might be someone might get in touch. So, so you know, stay in touch with us, Sam. And um, if we hear anything, or if anything changes in your situation, um, we'll yeah. we'll speak. And um, well I done. Message you on Facebook. <laughs> Say that again, yeah. Sam. I have messaged the page on Facebook. Okay, so good. I don't see it yet. Well, but well done yeah. as well for for trying to do the right thing, you know, and for for thinking that you, that you and you, you know, you're possibly not enough, and that your kids are missing out on something. Because I don't know if every parent would be thinking that. And I wish you the very best of luck, Sam. Thank you. Thank you Thank very you. much. Take care. Right. And you take care. Bye bye. There we go. I, I just think it's fascinating. And she's right, because we're thinking of old people in their, like, 70s, 60s, yeah. 70s. But then but our a, parents young... aren't actually old. Who, how old? My parents aren't in the 70s. Uh, my mum's 68. Well. It's close enough. Well, she's younger than us, so take 10 years off. Who? Sam. That's what, well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. That's the point I'm making. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's thinking of, um, uh, she's thinking of people in their 50s. She's not thinking June Whitfield. She's thinking, uh, Gail Platt. <laughs> Gail Platt. <laughs> Dear God, no except one's... Except not her, she's a nightmare. No one's thinking Gail Platt, except for Justin Dealey. Is she in prison? Uh, hopefully. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oliver, stay there, you'll be up next. Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. I forgot to take my pill today, man. I'm, I'm feeling... Loopy, I think is the word. Oh three, four 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 nine nine one thousand. Hey, you know the pill, pill, the, yeah. the women's pill. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I've never had this conversation with anyone. Mm. I don't. I don't want to know your situation, whether you're on it or not. But so um, let me aim this out there. Kind I of. I came but, off it because it drove me nuts. Well, this is okay. Fine. Right. I've never had this conversation before. I know I had a girlfriend a long time ago who was on the pill, and she stopped because it she made her feel very sick. But, um. I've never really considered it. We, 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 we as blokes, I think, tend to think, as a massive generalisation, that, that um, uh, women take the pill and it stops them being fertile so you can have sex without a Johnny, right? Mm-hmm. And then don't think any more of it. But does it make it? Does it make you feel... And I'm thinking of it because not taking this pill today is making me very stuttery and, and uh, I, I feel terrible, if I'm completely honest. Um, but does, so does taking the um, contraceptive pill, right. does that make you feel different? And I know there are loads of different ones. Yeah, there are different ones, and I've I've used about three or four different kinds um, over the time. I mean, like, after you have babies, they give you a different yeah. one. And, um, and I remember the first one I had was pr- a pretty strong one, and it started to give me headaches. And then the last one I was on, I realised it was making me feel really down. Okay. But I didn't realise till I came off it right. just how different I'd become when I was it does, on it. it does a massive... Physic- it makes it starts a massive physical change within you. Well, the way I understand it, it kind of tricks your body into thinking you're kind of already pregnant. So move along, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, that's the way I understand one of the ones I was taking, at least. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, it messes with your hormones. And you know what my hormones are like in a natural state. In fact, it's weird for me to to kind of experience the ups and downs yeah. because I didn't realise that I was kind of avoiding those for quite a long time. I just, um, I've never asked anyone before. Uh-huh. So thanks well, very much. You can ask me anything. Really? Yeah. Okay, thanks very much. Not necessarily on air. <laughs> right, I see, right, it's like that. Evening, Oliver. Hi. Hey, man, what you got? Um, well, I was just calling because um, earlier in the show you were talking about Twitch and things, and you oh, want the younger oh, caller. Oh, oh, we got a young, we got a young person. Quick, everybody, we've got a young person listening to this rubbish. Lock all the doors. You're going nowhere, Oliver. You belong to us now. <laughs> um, um, what are you? Twenty three? No, you're younger than that. No, I'm I'm a lot younger. I'm I'm only fourteen. Fourteen, wowzers. Okay, gosh, you've got you've got an old man's voice. I like that. Um, okay, um, so do, do you stream on Twitch or do you watch it? No, I don't particularly watch it. I prefer watching YouTube because I, I like watching edited things. It's just my thing. But I've got a lot of friends who watch Twitch or used to stream it. What What did you say was your thing? Your phone dropped out. Uh, I just watch YouTube and like, okay. gaming. Okay, right. Um, and and because I hadn't really. I had not really watched much Twitch, Oliver, but then at the weekend, my boys wanted to watch this guy called Ninja. You know, he's the guy. Oh, yeah. He makes oh, half yeah. a million dollars a month. That's $6 million a year, right? So we found him, and we watched him. And I'm going to be honest, I thought he was quite dull. He didn't really I, uh, do anything. Well, I'm, I'm a big... I do not like the sort of main thing he does, Fortnite. I'm, yeah, I'm super against it. I, I just don't like it. It's a bit like corruptive. Like it gets in. Like I got a lovely little brother. He plays Fortnite with his friends. Yeah, and he does the little dances, and it just makes me like cringe. And that feels like feels <laughs> bad. And he's lovely, but hang on, you, the da- the dances are the, are the thing you hate about Fortnite. What about the ridiculous well, building? Like, um, yeah, no, it's to, like I, I watch a lot of. Instead of the actual gameplay, yeah. I watch a lot of like analyzing and reviewing the video games. Okay, I'm okay. interested in getting into that industry, right? Um, so, like business models, and yeah. because it's a free game, anyone can get into it. Yeah, but it's the sort of trend culture surrounding it, and the right. little dances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, so there's... It's like a it's a poor business model that like exploits um, trend. And like oh, there's, there, there, yeah, the, there's a whole language around it, and whether that language be verbal or physical, and yeah. um, uh, I mean, it's genius. Here's the thing, uh, you know, every, I don't quite buy the thing in the newspapers. This 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 game is 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 corrupting our youth, and you know, a twelve year old died because they were playing it too long, and they didn't go to the mm. toilet, and their gut exploded. I don't buy that. It, I mean, it, it's it's quite a good game. That you know, and that's it. It just happens to be the yeah. flavour of the month. I don't know if you remember. Uh, you know, I guess it was probably a year ago when it was the 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 game that the, all the newspapers were against was Grand Theft Auto, and before that, it was Call of Duty. You know, there's always a game that yeah. the newspapers like to call out as corrupting the youth and and being more addictive than drugs or alcohol. Yeah, yeah and I I never think that like. When I said corruptive, I meant the sort of like young, like uh, younger than me. Yeah. Sort of, I see little children doing the dances, and I just sort of cringe, and I yeah, think, no, oh, that's, that's just 
which I'd never seen that in public. But, <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm not bossing them. I don't get to You're going to make... I tell you what, man, I know you're, you're 14, Oliver. You're going to make a great old man because <laughs> we have got the same, the same slightly grumpy... Cynicism. Cynicism. That's yeah. what we got, man. When you get to my age, you're going to be so much in place. Um, so uh, and another thing that we watched with my boys, because I hadn't really watched it, we watched um, like a live tournament. I don't know what game it was. I don't think it was Call of Duty. I don't, I, it, was a, it was a game where you run around and blow things up and shoot things. I, 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 I yeah. couldn't quite recognise it. But it was a live tournament being streamed on Twitch, and I think it was taking place in Antwerp. Uh, uh, um, no, not Antwerp. It was, some, it was somewhere. It, wasn't Cologne. it might have been Cologne. And, or Dusseldorf. It's, it's somewhere like that. And yeah. it was in an arena... Right. There's about yeah. 12,000 people watching it. There were two, there were <laughs> different teams of, I think, four or six players each. There were fireworks going off. There were commentators in between the matches. You get a breakdown of the stats. You, it was incredible. It was like a giant football game. Counter Strike, was it? Counter Strike. Oh, Counter Strike. Yeah, I, I knew. I knew that. Yeah. Um, um, but this is huge, man. Yeah, I, I, I really like. Esports. I'm never really been good enough at games to like do that kind of thing. I got friend like I got a streamer friend who's got like he's really good at uh, this game Overwatch. I, 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 listen, I know I'm old, but I know Overwatch. Yeah. I'm a Symmetra main. Yeah, until um, they changed he, her. He's, like, he's he's top 500 on what? Xbox in Europe. Wow. Okay, this is yeah, a guy's a legend then. And he started Twitch, and he's got like. He's starting small. He started about a month ago, so, you know. Um, but he he was in a team, yeah. and, like, he's he's doing proper, like, and I'm I'm all for esports, and I yeah. I think, I just think it's great. And um, when I see big tournaments and loads of people going, I, I really support it. It's just great. Oh, I do, listen, I don't like sports, right? I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a sports fan, so I don't want to sit and watch no, football no. or watch rugby or whatever. No. But I, we were sat there watching what turned out to be Counter-Strike. We were loving it. We watched it about 40 minutes. It was great fun. I really got into yeah. it. Yeah, it's... um, Certain games are just great to, great fun to watch. Here's, like, the, here's the question. Here's, here's the question I need to know. This is what I want to do on Twitch next Saturday night, half past ten, twitch.tv slash Ian Lee. Follow and subscribe. I know all the language. <laughs> um, if you're on Amazon Prime, you can subscribe for free. Um... Can I stream myself going to bed and falling asleep? Am I allowed to do that, Oliver? I'm not sure. Oh. I, I I don't really know oh. the like rules on that. But I know that um, you were also asking about like the titty thing. And, well, okay, um, okay. Yes, yeah, yeah, so maybe I should have phrased it slightly better, knowing there are younger people listening. But yeah, is there is there an element of um, you know, female bodily exposure and sexuality about it? Or is it more focused on the straight, serious game playing? Um, well, I know that I've watched this YouTuber who, like, made a joke um, about, like, all these... Uh, so there were, like, Twitch female gamers who were definitely wearing, like, uh, suggestive clothing and things like that. Yeah. Um, so I think, obviously, as with every kind of business there's always going to be someone who will suggestively and like sexually yeah exploit that element to it um, i just wondered if there were because on on youtube hey listen man youtube is a cesspit but i, I wondered if there if, yeah. if there were rules on twitch that made it that kind of banned that kind of stuff but you're not you're not totally sure 
I, I, I've never really got into Twitch. Okay, um, I've okay. watched a couple of streams, um, but I, I'm really not sure on the rules. Oh. I, I, I know a lot about the uh, YouTube community guidelines, yeah. um, things like that, but no Twitch, right. I'm kind of... Hey, nice one. Oliver, thank you so much for giving us a call, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Thanks. Take care, man. Bye-bye. Hey, listen, if the future's people are Oliver, we're going to be all right. We're going to be all right, because what, nice, what a nice guy. Thank you. Um, and, and it's reminded me, Tim, it's reminded me, uh, <coughs> my boys wanted to watch some of my video game streams. And I realised I couldn't show them any of them because of my potty mouth. I couldn't show them any. So I'm making my my streams, I'm trying to make them family-friendly. It's really difficult. And I'm trying to make this, sh- and it's made me think, well, maybe I need to do t- tweak my language and attitude on the show a little bit. But it's so, it's a difficult balance. Because I'm also aware it's a late-night phone-in show. And, you know, but then we get we get intelligent young young men and women, like Oliver, phoning up, who's 14. And I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, it's just some ideas that float around my head. Nigel, stay there. We're coming to you in a second. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344 499 1000. Let's shake hands on that one, Boyley. Thank you very much indeed. Let's go all the way to Maidstone. It's in Kent. Uh, and it's Nigel. Good evening, Nigel. Oh, good evening, Ian. All right. Another Catherine as well. Hello, Nigel. Um, I got. I sorted my bills out. Good news! Hooray. Huzzah! Yeah, and they said I probably won't have to pay any of it because uh, of my bereavement. And they got a councillor ringing me up tomorrow from the uh, electricity board. Oh, a councillor yeah. from the electricity board? Yeah, yeah they, they 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 deal. The lady I was speaking to to do with that, they deal with him things to do with bereavement as well. Brilliant. So, Somebody's going to call me and talk to me about the situation. Brilliant. Uh, you know, because I told them I've got bipolar, which I have, you know, oh. I've had before, before mum died as well, you know. Bipolar. Okay, I didn't realise that. You know, okay. that you trouble with my nerves, yeah, 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 and going out and getting up and <laughs> yeah. sleeping and everything, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. I've done very well. It's a good job that I spoke to her and didn't leave it any longer, really. Well, it because, is a good. It's always good to get yeah. the to, to 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 sort these things out early. Otherwise, they snowball. They didn't know anything about. No, they were still in Mum's name. The bills, and because okay. uh, they, they they didn't even know Mum died. Ah, oh, well, so, well, because so, someone well someone has to tell them. That's the thing. Someone yeah, has to tell them. Someone was supposed to be helping me, but they didn't. They didn't help me far enough. So I'm, I'm glad I, I sorted it out myself. There you go. So I probably I probably won't have to pay the thousands of pounds. Just so much a week, you know. It's basically the same. Well, then there you before. go. Isn't that fantastic? Uh, uh, a couple of things. Um, I found some letters of my mum in the drawer. Yep. She had a stepbrother in South Africa I didn't know about. Wow. I don't know if I told you before. Yes, I've just read the letters and rung this lady back to say that, to tell <laughs> to tell the lady that mum's died and, and, and they were talking to one. She was supposed to write back to this stepbrother who was 89 in yeah. South Africa. And I, put, I, I was crying over the letters because... It really upset me because yeah. you've been writing to this stepbrother. And, um, you know, I understand what I mean. It's like those programmes over on television, finding your... Finding your Nemo. You know, finding the F- relatives. Finding you know, your you relatives. Who do, you, who do you think you are? Right. No, my mum's name was Grimes, the same as Dolly Parton. No, I mean, that was the name of the programme where they find... Who do you think you are? It's the name of one oh, of the yes, programmes where right, they find yeah. the family. Nigel from Maystone. <laughs> uh, uh, did, aren't you related to Dolly Parton? 
I am, yes. Grimes were, yeah, my mum's side is Grimes is her other name. Okay. And um, Jedward. And Jedward as well as Grimes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I was, uh, I'm really upset about it because, yeah, do you understand what I mean, Ian? I do understand. I it, it's really hit, it's really broken my heart that mum's not here to write back, to yeah. write back to him. So I'm going to do the writing now because I'm pretty good at doing this. And uh, I've left him. She's going to call me back, the lady who's dealing with the the champion South Africa. It sounds like Um, you're making a lot of progress. Yeah, a lot of progress. One other thing I wanted you to help me with before I go in is... um, The lyrics to to Carrick Fergus. No, (laughs) I wish I could. No. I want to get onto Britain's Got Talent just for my mum, you know, to be on Tully once at least. Um... So if, do you know where they're doing the auditions? I don't, I don't know anything about I, that exploitative piece of trash. Well, there are so. free tickets. I went onto the internet to look, and there are free tickets and somehow. I think it's in the waveform. Yeah, but I wouldn't uh, be able to help um, you with that, I'm afraid, Nigel. But it, do you think it would be a good thing if I got on there? Oh, do you want I my, think it would. Well, do you want my honest answer? Yes. Um, well, I mean, even if you get five minutes of fame on the telly, it's it, Well, here's nothing. the thing. Okay. Mm. You'd have you have to think, would going on there and possibly getting through to the next round, possible, or possibly yeah. getting booed and laughed at, which is also possible. Well, I don't think I would be booed and laughed at, because I've, I've got a but, voice, but, I? Well, but you yeah. often see people who are very talented on there getting booed and, and the laughed drumming at. Of, I could always do the drumming as okay. well. But you do see yeah. people who are very talented getting booed and laughed at. And see, you have got to... laughed at. I don't mind being booed and laughed at. Well, it's then, a trying well, is the thing. It's the what? It's a trying hard is the thing. Hey, listen. Okay, here's the thing, yeah. right? If you can live with being mm. laughed at mm. by the crowd... And you think? Of course I can. Of course I can because not everyone agree likes everybody. People okay. do and laugh. People don't always like Miley Cyrus. They run her down with what she okay. wears. Okay. Well, if you let me finish the sentence, yeah. Nigel, because you've asked me a question mm. and I'm, give, I'm, yeah. I'm giving you my sure. thoughts, right? If you think yeah. that you mm. can handle being booed and laughed at, as that is a possibility, and mm. you think that that would make your life better. Nigel, let me finish! Please, man! If you think you could handle being booed booed and laughed at Mm. and that that would make your life better, then you Mm. should do it. Yes, of course. Personally, I think think it's a piece... I think it's a terrible programme and I think it exploits... Yeah, well, the the X Factor is another thing, which uh, a friend of mine went on the X Factor and he he, he, he didn't sing as well as me. He was actually um, an awful singer, I won't say who it is. But he went, he was, um, because he, he writes songs, he wrote his own songs he got on there, but but um, he really wasn't a great singer, and I think I, I stand a better chance than what he did. Nigel, honestly, you don't stand any chance, because that's not the way the show works. You would not no, get no, through no, the, you would not get through. Are we having a conversation or what? Do you want to have a conversation or not? I think you... Well, you do keep butting in, don't you? Thanks for calling, Nigel. And breathe. Let's go to the ads. Jesus Christ. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. A bit harsh on Nigel there. I understand why it's frustrating. My head is bubbling like... God knows what. The electric shocks, guys. But I just... I'm, I... I uh, I just maybe it's harsh on Nigel, but there's only so much of um, 
his bombast that I can I can stomach. You, you know, and we all know that Nigel is uh, operates in um, works in a different office to everybody else, uh, and that's fine. I think we make um, uh, allowances for that quite a lot, and certainly you know let let him get away with stuff that perhaps others callers will be called up on. Um, but. Uh, you know, there's there's manners. I don't know. I don't know. Was that harsh? I don't know. I think it was. I'm, I'm, think... I was trying to give him a suggestion, and he obviously had no interest in it whatsoever. Listen, no. if he wants to go on that program, and can we all know he's going to get laughed at? We know that, okay. And I'm being—he's not listening, so we can say this. We know he's going to get laughed at. Um, and I was delicately suggesting that that was a strong possibility. We know he's going to get laughed at. If he can live with being laughed at. Um, and th- for him, the, the 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 pleasure, the achievement is simply being on television at whatever cost, and that would make him happy. Then yeah, do it, fine. I think it's a terrible program that exploits mentally ill people, and um, uh, you know, I think it's outrageous. But if, if if he would be happy at the end of that humiliate, what others could would consider a humiliation, then do it, then do it. You know, you don't agree. What I don't like is the idea of um, him going on there. Yeah. And at best case scenario, he's uh, flavour of the month, right? And then the papers start taking the mickey out of him the way that um, that his Facebook friends do. Yeah. Or they go onto his Facebook stream and look at all the stuff on there and they judge him by... But if he's happy at the end of that, then that's his trip, man. If he's happy at the end of that, then that's working for him yeah. because he's oblivious to certain frequencies of abuse that, that others pick up on. Then that's fine, but also, you know, um, I can't, I can't, I don't have no idea why Lane is saying poor Nigel. Um, I can't, I can't let people just ride roughshod. No. Oh, no. Another oh. thing is, he asks you a question, but we know he never listens to an answer. No. But um, I just flip it. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go to a man I corrupted last night. Ollie. Good evening, Ollie. Hello, Ian and Kath. Hi. Hello. Hello. You're asking for young people. There's a, here's another young Oliver. Well, how old are you? You usually guess people's ages by their voice. Hang on, are you Ollie that I was playing with last night? Yeah. Well, you're ancient then. What? <laughs> you're not young. Can you tell from my voice how old I am? Yeah. How old? I don't do it for everyone else. I do it when I'm feeling confident. Oh. I reckon you're about 45. Oh, <laughs> you... No. Well, you're just saying that to upset me. No, you're 36. No, I'm 33. Oh, it's three Shut years up. out. <laughs> three years out. Come on, man. I know that's out of my two-year window, but your you're special circumstances, because... <laughs> um, I corrupted Ollie last night. We were streaming last night. We were playing Rainbow Six, and I was basically encouraging him to get involved in te- a team kill scenario. Wow, Ollie! And he did it very, very easily. There was one. Here's the thing, right? Let's get geeky for a second. So it's Rainbow Six, where you've got a squad of five soldiers, and you're on a mission, right, to defend against attack from another five soldiers, or you're on the attack, right? So one game, there's a guy, and we, we the game just started, and I didn't like I didn't like the way he ran towards the target. Wow. So I you just, didn't like the way his computer man ran? Yeah, didn't like it. I thought it was cocky. <laughs> oh, my there was, God. There was an arrogance about him. The way he just ran to where we were supposed to go. So I got my gun, boom, shot him in the back. He was one of your he, men? Yeah. 
Right. He just went around shooting his own teammates' bums. I did shoot him. Well, I, did, I shot his bum, and then I um, I resuscitated him and said, sorry, I won't do it again. Then he got up and I shot him again and killed him, right? <gasps> and uh, he was furious. He tried to vote me out of the game, but but lucky my team was strong. But I warned my team, which involved Ollie and a guy called Captain Chad and, and uh, a Spanish guy. What was the Spanish guy called? Rita. I can't remember, but you also killed him. I could kill him a lot. Him to the team. I invite, then I invited oh, him to join our killing spree. <laughs> anyway, anyway uh, what I said was, you, the next game when we come back in, this guy is going to try and kill me instantly to get revenge. You've got to protect me. And the idiots did. They all, they, all, they all let me run away while they shut, they gunned him down. It was carnage. Wow. How easily you can Gr- manipulate people. Great fun. Great fun. Ollie, I thought better of you. Oh, he's, he's terrible. He's going up. He's, and he kept saying the whole thing. He's going, I'm really not very comfortable with this. <laughs> <laughs> well, he kept pushing me. Two, two and a half hours of bullying online to, do, to go completely against his video gaming morals. <laughs> I, look, I looked up the, um, the sleep and stuff. Yeah, can I sleep I on Twitch? I don't think you can. Oh. I've looked everywhere. There's not, like, a specific rule in the guidelines, but I feel like community managers go, no, you're not allowed to do that. But so why? Said, can I do a sleeping stream and smoke weed? And he was like, no, you can't do sleeping streams and you can't break the law, I'm afraid. Well, I don't want to smoke weed. <laughs> so, who, hang on, who asked? Who, 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 who was asked? Uh, a community manager. It was like in a What's forum, that? but there other people. It's like this whole because they brought in a new thing where you can do. It's called IRL, like in real life, yeah. like where you can do non-gaming stuff. Yeah. Well, Limmy does like move. Limmy does like chat shows and things. Yeah, they said you can't do a stream unattended. So I'll, I'll be there. Asleep, I'll be yeah, there. If you can't, the technical thing is if you can't talk in chat, then you are unattended. You're not. So what happened? All right, all right. I'm feeling rebellious. <clears throat> what happens if I do it? What are they going to do? Take away my uh, affiliate status? Uh, yeah, do, are you are you prepared for that? Well, is that what they'll do? hang on? Why is that what they'll do? I don't know. They yeah. might just suspend your account yeah, for a tiny bit. They'll give you a warning first, surely. They won't just wait. Yeah, in. Well, I, well, after my my first team kill last night, I got suspended for thirty minutes. From, ah, okay, so you've they, got four then. Yeah, um, and then for an hour. Yeah, for an hour. Um, yeah, the last one was for an hour. Went on another spree and got booted out for an hour. Um, <clears throat> well, this that's that's um, that's bullshine then. I think they, there was a whole. There's a whole lot of things with Twitch because there's like people. You know the whole headline stuff, like oh, people died because there was the whole thing with, what? you know, like you have to keep on doing stuff to get your partner status. Yeah. So people just kept on like doing sort of like major long streams. So people did like seventy-two hour streams, and then and they people, died. Yeah, there were some people who died from over streaming. <laughs> So they've had to like limit it. So if anyone at home is overstreaming, please seek medical <laughs> advice immediately. Is that the official cause of death? Overstreaming. <laughs> I think it's like just exertion because they just kept on pushing themselves. But there'll be no exertion in this. I'd be asleep. <laughs> It'd be the opposite. It'd be the safest stream ever. <laughs> well, can I? Um, I think they find it a bit pervy. I think that's the whole thing. You there, think? There's nothing perverted about it. I will not. I will not be touching myself. How do you I'll, know? I'll, I'll, I'll tape. Sleep. I'll tape my hands up. I'll wear mittens if I have to. I've not got they're a problem very, with that. They're very protected. Like, there's loads of games you can't play. Like, there's a game that I really like called the Genital Joust thing. Wow. You can't play that on Twitch. <laughs> it's like uh, the multiplayer was... Look up Genital Joust thing. It's a really good party game. Say it again? How often do you play with this guy? Like, once, never you know again. I didn't know. <laughs> I could hear him do something in the background. Right. I didn't know. I heard someone crying. Oh. Okay. 
Um, yeah, you're weird. Um, so I can't stream me sleep. I can't stream my performance art on Twitch. I, no, I don't think so. Sorry. Oh, oh man. Oh. oh, that's the end of that then. Well, I'll do it on YouTube, and Twitch can kiss my ass. They might be able to actually on YouTube, yeah, because they allow Jonas to. Hang on a minute. Well, uh, Ollie doesn't have a clue what he's talking about. You might be able to do it on YouTube. Mate, I've done it on YouTube already! Oh, yeah, sorry. (laughs) Flipping air, Collie! (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Get lost, loser. I think the genital jousting's gone to your head. Well, so that guy doesn't know... That guy doesn't know anything, so maybe I can do it on Twitch. I would try and then then feign ignorance when when you get busted. Oh, can we get one of the sad sacks that runs this ridiculous online streaming service on this show... To tell me the goddamn rules! Thing is, if they tell you the rules, then you can't pretend you didn't know them when you do it anyway. So, um, lot, lot of talk about my kids today because I was with them this weekend, and we're not going to get into the heavy shears until later. We might not even do the heavy shears. Who cares? You don't care. Oh, why would you care about my miserable life? But so we're at the Roald Dahl Museum, and I, and my wife was there, and it's the two boys, and we're having some food, and um. I can't remember how the conversation got round to it, but my son, my eldest son, who will be nine in January, I don't know how it got, he said, he said um, something like, um, and if I don't get it, I'm going to kill Father Christmas. Wow. Whoa! Oh, whoa, whoa. And I said, whoa, dude, are you insane? Talking like that? You know he's, like, making his list now. He's doing two lists. One is for naughty people and one is for nice people. That's going to get you straight on the naughty list. Are you crazy? You can't... You're talking about killing Father Christmas? He said, ah, uh, actually... Um, he's been a bit feisty. He said, actually, it doesn't matter. And, by the way, what I'm about to say is not true, OK? But this is what my, my son said. Ah, it doesn't matter. Father Christmas is dead anyway. I know, because Mummy does uh, his shopping for him. What?! I said, dude, what? He said, yeah, Father Christmas died. I said, where did you hear this? Sam, it's not true, don't worry. Um, and he said he said that he'd heard that Father Christmas... No, he said he, he knew that Father Christmas had died because um, he saw my um, his younger brother ask for a specific robot and then he saw mum, his mummy, looking up the robot on her iPhone. So, um... If Father Christmas was going to make it, why was Mummy looking it up on her iPhone? And I said, well, dude, she just wants to know what you guys are into so that she can speak of the language. Um, And also, if you remember, eldest son, this is where I got him a little bit. If you remember, you've already got that robot. So if she was going to be buying it for you, why would she be looking it up on the phone when you've already got one? And here's the other thing, boy. I was on a roll here. So here's the other thing, right? So you get Christmas presents from Father Christmas. And you get Christmas presents from us. Why would why would Mum do that? By the way, I'm totally out of this. He doesn't think I'm... He, he, think, he, he doesn't put me into this scenario yet. I said, you get presents from Father Christmas and presents from me and your mum, right? If she was, If she was responsible for the Father Christmas presents, why would she be getting you presents... As herself, it'll be one or the other. He was on the back foot then. He looked a little bit confused. And he's going, yeah, well, I think he's dead and I think it's mummy. I said, well, I think you need to have a think.
about thinking because right. you're thinking is stinking. And thinking. I told you what you need to say to him. Go on. Don't believe in him. He's not going to come, is he? Yeah, exactly. And, and 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 if he doesn't believe in him this year, he won't get any presents from Father Christmas. It's as simple as that. But it was one of those moments where um, it it. I mean, it was it was the, the, the killing Father Christmas was a little bit extreme. It's like flipping it, man. That's that's heavy. It was an escalation. But it was one of those moments where uh, it, it, he's he's going to be nine in January. So we're on the cusp. We're on the cusp, you know. And I think it might be slightly different for little boys than it is for little girls. I think it might be. Maybe I'm wrong. But we're on the cusp of that little bit of magic perhaps disappearing for a while. Okay. But the very fact that he phrased it in the way that Father Christmas is dead. Because some kids go around saying Father Christmas doesn't exist, which is insane talk, right? The fact that he phrased it, well, Father Christmas is dead. And in his head, he's got this narrative of Father Christmas has died, and so his his mum has to, my son's mum has to to do fill in Father Christmas's job. Otherwise, there's no present. Indicates to me there's actually there's still quite a bit of magic in there. Mm-hmm. This the fact that he's he's su- suggesting that Father Christmas has died says to me, well, we we got we got quite a bit of magic in there. That's st- that's still quite a magical thing to hang on to. My little girls get a letter from Father Christmas every Christmas Uh-oh. Eve. Oh yeah. Telling them to go to bed early, but also saying, you know, what he's noticed them doing over the year or whatever. Yeah. I'm thinking maybe I could put a word in and maybe Father Christmas yeah. could respond to this death threat. <laughs> death threat. Outrageous. <laughs> I mean, it's easily done. I just need to put in a word. Of course he says, oh, I'm going to kill Father Christmas. I wanted to burst into laughter, but I had to, do, I had to go into full Whoa. What is this, man? To be honest, many have tried. Oh, All what, have to, failed. To kill Father Christmas. Yeah. There's some uh, sickos out there on the naughty list. I'm dreading this Christmas. This will be the first. Uh, this will be the first Christmas. This will be the first Christmas. Oh, man, I'm dreading it. Oh, I can't think of anything. You've had some rough Christmases before. Um, yeah, there was that one when I murdered Father Christmas. <laughs> I didn't. Didn't. Missed. Um, obviously, obviously, we, know, we all know that Father Christmas is is real, and we all know, more importantly, that Father Christmas is alive, and is is well, and is is probably chuckling away oh, oh, at oh. my at number one son's ridiculous death threat, yeah, and while taking a present out of his sack. <laughs> exactly, that's what's going on there. Um, this is the late night alternative, dear listener. If you want to give us a call, you'd be very, very welcome to. We just sit here and we talk a load of rubbish. First hour was rocket fueled. Second hour, a little bit, um, uh, a little bit tubby. Third hour, who knows? We just don't know. We just don't know which way this is going to go, guys. It, it's kind of uh, dictated to by you, dear listener. You give us a call and we can talk about anything you want. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. The switchboard is empty for the first time uh, in tonight's show. So if you phone up, you'll get on straight after midnight. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. You can tweet us as well at Ian Lee I A I N L E. Please don't make me explain about Ian's who spell it incorrectly being sexual deviant, sex criminals actually. To take it to its conclusion, IANs are sexual criminals, perverts of the lowest order. Or flipping Kath, uh, with Kath with a K. Uh, but the best way to give us a call, you know, is whatever, who cares. Oh three four 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 nine nine. And I just realise I'm just filling. Let's just go to the ad, sod it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I'm not the kind. 
to kiss and tell But I've been seen with fire up I've never been with anything less than a nine So fine I've been on fire with Sally Field Gone fast with a girl named Bo But somehow they just don't end up as mine It's a death-defying life I lead I take my chances I die for living in the movies and TV But the hardest thing I ever do Is watch my leading ladies Kiss some other guy while I'm bandaging my knee I might fall from a tall building Spent much time in school, but I told ladies plenty. It's true, I hire my body out for pay. Hey, hey, I've gotten burned over Cheryl Teague's blown up for Rocky Welch. But when I wind up in the hay, it's only hay. Hey, hey, I might jump an open drawbridge or Tarzan from a vine. Cause I'm the unknown stuff. Eastwood looks so fine. 03444991000 here every Monday to Friday, 10 o'clock at night. Ian Lee and Catherine Moyle. The most uh, unlistened to late night radio phone in show anywhere uh, on your radio dial, guys. Radio dial. Um, you can call in about anything you want. What have we talked about tonight, Catherine? We talked about all kinds of stuff. We've talked about um, being amnidextrous. Oh yeah, we started talking about polyamory, didn't we? We talked about amnidextrous. No, we were saying it was omnidextrous because it, we were talking about polyamory. Do you okay. remember at the beginning? Yep, 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 yep. yep, uh, yep Mandeep yep, yep. Um, having um, manly problems. Erections. We talked about um, those idiots that burnt the Grenfell effigy. We've talked about surrogate grandparents. And sort of writing your own rules when it comes to families. There we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. If you want to call in about any of that stuff or anything else, good evening, Elaine. Hello. Hey, Elaine. What have you got for us tonight? Um, if you need proof for your son that Father Christmas does exist, yes, please. I need any evidence I can muster. Well, every year. I mean, my sons have, have do this every year at um, Christmas Eve for twenty four hours. Yeah. Um, there's a website that NASA provides. Oh, NORAD. Yes, we like yeah, this. Yeah, they do the Santa tracker, yes. and you can watch him and see where he's going and dropping all his parcels all over. Yes, we do that. And also, um, where we, uh, where the boys live, anyway, um, they, if you listen very carefully, you can kind of hear the sleigh bells um, sort of going overhead. Yeah, yeah. You've got to listen very carefully, but they, they, it happens, and it, it can't be me or their mum, because we're in the room with them, so I don't know how... It, it's obviously Father Christmas. Yeah, yeah, it is, definitely. Uh, it's a funny old... Um, it's it's a funny old thing, isn't it, the whole Father Christmas thing? Yeah, it is. I mean, I mean, my sons are, like, nearly, what, they're nearly 16 now, and they still, even now every year, they'll go on to the, to the, um, the computer, and they're like, oh... Where's Father Christmas now? Because it's what, magic, and we need—we all need a little bit of magic in our lives. Yeah, we do definitely. Yeah. How's your Christmas looking, Elaine? Have you thought that far ahead? 
Christmas um, next month, isn't it? Flipping next next month. I know, I know. I'm I'm trying not to, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it just comes around far too quickly now. It it doesn't feel like three months since the last one. No, I know. Isn't it just oh man alive? Well, Elaine, listen. Thank you very much for that. That's an excellent tip for those who don't know about it. It's a good little uh, thing to have a look at. So thank you for that. Okay. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. There we go. There we go. You see, what's a nice lady. Um, did you say you had a story? What did you have? I've got yeah, loads. Go on then, let's have a story. I've got one about um, the man who beat Ryanair. Yeah. I've got one about blinkers for humans. Yeah, go on, let's have it. That you £200. All right, here's, here's one then. So yes. if you've got an annoying colleague who puts you off your work oh, repeatedly... Yeah, I see what that was, yes. You can spend... Sam there, who's only a young lad. He's just starting out in the business of show. And you've got £200 handy, then Panasonic have the an idea that might be able to help you. Yes. It's created horse blinkers for humans to help workers avoid distracting colleagues in the office. OK, yeah. So the idea is... £200. Uh, yeah, £200 device narrows your field of vision using a horseshoe-shaped wall of dark material. Oh, no, is that, is that the same as dark material? matter <laughs> dubbed the wear space hang a minute it just looks like an eye mask on back to front yeah it does it looks for 200 like, quid yeah it looks from like panasonic the stereo people strapped behind the back of your head the wear space it features noise cancelling headphones to ensure nearby conversations don't hinder your concentration i know one colleague who could easily break that yeah who you know who i'm talking i about. don't know who you're talking about who? i love that one Oh, flipping heck, Jesus. Shut up! She could do that next door. Shut up! Just shut up! Please stop talking! (laughs) For God's sakes! Shut up! At the time, she's not even talking to us. She's on the phone, but you feel like... She's on the phone at home. (laughs) And the the office here is reverberating. Please stop! (laughs) Please stop She's a proper window rattler. So anyway, we can get a couple of these. Dub the wear space. It also features noise-cancelling headphones to ensure nearby conversations don't hinder your, conversa- uh, your concentration. Yes. The headset instantly creates a boundary with the surroundings. We I mean, it makes boundaries. you look like an idiot. No one wants to talk to you. We all need boundaries and, in our lives. And provides a psychological personal space, according to Hang its on. designers. Hang on, it provides a what, sorry? Psychological personal ah, space. Or, or as I like to call it, a bullshit. <laughs> a bullshit barrier. I mean... I'm just about used to the massive headphones that people walk around wearing. Right? I would be this stu- is something else. I would be stood behind that guy doing that, <laughs> I mean, wave, doing the that? coffee beans. The gadget was built at Panasonic's Future Life Laboratory in collaboration yeah. with fashion designer who's having a laugh, Ku- Kunihigo Morinaga. They say that as well as blocking distractions, the headset also indicates to colleagues you do not wish to be disturbed. You think? My demeanour indicates that and yet they still you'd still get you know them doing that where space is dark gray material wraps around the back of the head and can be adjusted so the wearer can only see their computer and keyboard i mean i want to see flowers i want to see the moon i want to see beauty i want to see a twinkle in a new lover's eye i want to see a baby weeing i want to see all wonderful magical things not a computer and a, and a tablet god it's just awful it weighs just 300 grams, about the same as a can of soup. Again, not something I want on my head. 200 quid, though. 200 quid. That's cheap. That's cheap for a... Just get yourself a cardboard box and stick a hole in it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no one will talk to you when you're wearing that, either. That, that is true. That is very true. I was wearing, I was trying to stream wearing a balaclava this weekend, a proper woolen one, but it's very, very hot. Very hot. It's a similar kind of vibe there. You can't wear a balaclava anymore because the flipping IRA... 
So this is one of the many, many things. I mean, obviously it's quite low down the list of the terrible things they did, but it's still on that list. You cannot now wear a black balaclava, not a balaclava helmet, a black balaclava with just eye holes and mouth holes because people think you are a terrorist. I'm not a terrorist. I just have a cold face. You might be an armed robber. I have a cold face. But your lips and eyes are fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. What? Okay. What clothing... Is it now frowned upon? There we go. This is it. This is the end of the show. I knew there was, I knew there was a phone in somewhere. Mm. It's only going to be slightly offensive. So, cl- uh, clothing that you can now, for whatever reason, no longer wear. Balaclava, 0344-499-1000 is the uh, telephone number. Don't, don't, careful. I was wearing a hoodie today, right? But I'm over the age, I'm probably over the age where it's acceptable to wear it. Do you know when they banned hoodies? But, yeah. but you couldn't hoodies. have your hood up. That's rubbish. But when I was a kid, we never put our hoods up. Well, when I was a kid, we didn't have hoods. We had body warmers, or as they're called now, gilets. Oh, yeah, the gilet. Gilet. It's not, it's a body warmer. Yeah. It's a jacket without sleeves. I used to love my body warmer. I might start getting some more body warmers. But then I look like a guy that wears gilets. I'm not. I'm wearing body warmers. I kiss it. I used to love them when I was a kid. I had loads. You can't wear them anymore, mate. Yes, I can. I'm no, going to order one. You're, right. You look like one of those dads from your kid's school. All right. Let's put a rugby shirt underneath and have your collar popped. I'm going to. Uh, Don't. The gap. That, I'm right, aren't I? Next thing you'll be wearing flipping salmon jeans. Don't. Don't. Going, Salmon jeans, there's another one. I'm going to the gap. Don't. Uh, and I'm fine. Don't. Listen, <laughs> wait, wait till you've had your medication. Stop. No, I'm doing it. Don't do it. I'm doing it. Don't do it, mate. I'm, well, I'm, let, I'm just looking. You no. carry on doing your... No, your, I'm not going to... You I, talk to Carol. No, Go I on. can't. You talk to Carol. No, I can't. I can't... Stand Hello, Carol. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? They cost about 70 quid. That's that out, then. Oh, no, there's one there for 30. Yep, there's a reason I'm, for that. I've called in... To suggest a guest for you to contact. Okay. Yeah, go on then. Yeah, 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 yeah. Her name is, I don't know if you've come across her before, okay. but it kind of fits with a few things that have been going on tonight. Yeah. Her name is Ginger Genteel, and she's making a film called Erasing Family. Right, yeah, go on. And she's on Facebook, right. and she's she? American who, who, who lady. Is who is she? What does she do? Who is she? She's, um, what she's doing is making a film about children of divorce where the one partner, a bad mouse the other partner, oh, and yes. the child ends up with only kind of an erased parent. Yep. She made a, a film in Argentina called A Raising Dad Um, because in Argentina the mother always got custody of the children in their law and as a result of the film the law has been changed in Argentina to allow A law change a movie! I don't... Here's the thing. I don't really want to talk to... uh, and appreciate the suggestion... Um, I, I, but I'm going to stop you there because the, the thought of I, I'm not, I don't really want to talk to someone about kids of divorced parents at this particular junction in my in my life. That's fair enough. If it's that makes a sense, thought, a thought for the future. Yeah, maybe um, at some point. The, in the film's future. coming out in 2019. Uh, I'm going to be dead then. Huh? Are you not? <laughs> well, it might be. Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen? But yeah, I just thought it's it's a. Serious problem yep. that's 
damaging children's lives because they've only got one parent who's kind of... And the parent they're living with has eased out the other one. Yeah, Yeah, it's a big um, problem. Like I said, I don't really want to be talking about the kids of divorced parents at the moment. I love um, hearing about your kids and how they're getting on. They're getting on very, very well. And I would like to be um, a volunteer auntie to anybody that you were talking about grandparents earlier on. um, Well, hang on a second. Hang on a second, because that is actually a great... That is a great suggestion. And I think I know someone who you could be a volunteer auntie for. Sam, could could you come on the microphone for a second, please? Hello. Sam, have you got... What is that buzzing? It's this microphone. It's rubbish. Have you got... Have you got aunties and uncles? Um, I do, yes. But you hate them. Can't stand them. So, how would you like a a horny... uh, How would you like an auntie... Um, how would you like an auntie that also is a, is a glamour model? It depends. How, you good, how good are you at buying presents, Carol? I'm pretty good, but I have um, I have pre- a, a reference because what? I met a lady four days before Christmas and nothing was going on for my Christmas. Right. And she invited me to her house. Oh, yeah. And my kids love her, right. and her youngest one is uh, only two, right. bless her, and she calls me grandma. Right, I'm getting confused. And I love are you, it. Uh, okay, I'm getting confused. Are you are you grand Are you grandma to these these the strangers' kids, or are you auditioning to be Sam's I'm not auntie? Strange, I can do everything. Who said I'm I didn't say you were talented? I didn't say you were strange, but no, 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 no. But I or, think I'm strange. You just <laughs> right. You just okay. Well. <laughs> Here's the. Are you. Do you want to be Sam's aunt? Yeah. I can do that. Oh, go on then, do it. Auntie him now. What? When's your birthday, Sam? It's the 3rd of July. 3rd of July? Yeah. What kind of things are you interested in? Um, I need to know what sort of presents. Ah, so you've already got problems now. I can't stand people like that. You know, the whole point of buying presents, you've got to figure out yourself. Yeah, I think. Well, I'll have to meet up with you then and we'll go shopping. Because what I do is I think of people as I see things. And if I see something and a person's name pops in my head, I'll buy it for them. Okay. Think, well, next time you go shopping and you see something and think of me, send it my way. <laughs> like cats or animals. Or you like cats, Sam? Like You're a cat, cat kind of guy? I like all sorts of animals, yeah. Just yeah. An animal person. Send him a cat, Carol. Well... I'll be on my own then. I can't send him mine. She's a great grumpy thing. Okay, thanks very much for your call. I, I, me neither. Oh, three. Sorry, sorry, Sam, but you've now got a new aunt. And um... I'm an auntie, and it's not all about buying presents. It's also about embarrassing. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm an uncle, and I'm an uncle for for teenagers, and it's about They're being not teenagers, are they? Dylan's thirteen. Yeah. <gasps> Dylan's thirteen. Pepper's not far off, and it's you know, and it's about being. Um, uh, you know, uh, an, uh, an adult role model in their life that isn't their dad. Yeah. You know, they don't come to you that. I mean, it doesn't come to me that often, but he can say stuff to me that he would struggle to say to his dad, and and his dad's cool with that, and I'm very, very cool with that. And also, I tell you what, as well, is I quite often I play. We talked a lot about video games tonight. That's where I'm at at the moment. Is I quite often play video games with Dylan online, and um, we have a great time. His dad can't really 
do that. And I, so I, I get to do that, and we have a great time. And he likes it because, you know, because I sometimes come across as a cool uncle. And, um, you know, so that's that's uh, that's what it's about, man. That's what it's about. Sam, if you want Carol to play video games with you online, Where is... you've got to give her your gamer tag. I threatened to put one of my nephews on a rocket last night and launch him. That'll learn him. Yeah. 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. What's going on with Lane? Why is he being a dick? <laughs> Why is Lane being a dick tonight? Why call him uh, my mate Sam a twat? That's a bit out of order, man. What are you doing that for? Second, the second one. It's a yellow card. Second, second tweet. We think. We thought. What are you doing? What are you doing, man? Chill out. If it's not working for you, for you switch it off, man. Hey, Maddie. Hey. Hey. I'm scared. <laughs> why are you? Why are you scared? Because of cats. I want Carol to my auntie. You want, she's awesome. You want Carol? I want Carol to be my auntie. Oh. She sounds just the sort of auntie that a girl needs. <laughs> God no, really. Um, well, do you know what? She's bonkers than my mother. Oh, there, there you go. That would um, that would explain it. Well, maybe we can um, instead. I know we're, we're advertising uh, internet dating. Uh, no, I don't want. In, I don't want a man. Well, well, no, no, I've no. got a dog. I don't need a man. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't know. Maybe if I could finish a sentence, we might sorry. get to where I was going with it. Sorry, sorry. That's quite all right. I know that we um, are advertising internet dating. Um, well, maybe we could open it up to do internet. I want a granny and a grandma, and I'd like an auntie as well. Start the sentence again, and this time I see. I see I'd like, I'd like, um, I'd like a grandma. Okay, I'll and s- an auntie. Okay, is this, um, is this Nigel calling in? Can we check? Is this Nigel's number? You, 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 you do it, Carol. You talk to, you talk to Maddie. Right. Hello. Okay. Sorry. So, what's the deal? What's what? the deal? Yeah. Um, well, I don't think it's going to be a deal unless I get chocolate. Um, no, I was just listening to Carol, and she sounds a little bit bonkers, but a bit awesome. Um, and I was just thinking it'd be quite nice to have an auntie like Carol because she wants to be somebody's auntie, um, or a grandma, or a, you know. I don't want a man though. I don't want internet dating. All right, that's that sorted then. Same, um, but I'm I'm all over that. I'd like a grandma, or you know, auntie Carol would be good. Carol, if you're listening, we've got one for you. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Maddie. Okay, okay. But what do I need to do now? You need to do it, Kath, please. Oh, what you need to do is go and turn your radio off. Okay, turn my radio off. Okay. Bye. Okay, bye. What is wrong with people? Why is no one listening? Why is no one listening? Why can't I get a flipping <laughs> sentence out? I'm not in the mood for it tonight. And I can't get a sentence out. What have you got, Catherine? Uh, oh, old wives' tales. Old wives' cures for common health complaints that actually work. Do you want to do it? Yeah, go on. Two in five mums use old wives' treatment to treat their kids' ailments, research shows, such as putting raw meat on a wart. Surely not. Rubbing a wedding ring on a sty or using breast milk to clear up conjunctivitis. The wedding ring is because um, it's a bit of metal, isn't it? Isn't it? Supposed to be gold, isn't it? A bit of gold. It's supposed to be that um, that does it. Oh, no, but breast milk in someone's eye. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's good. For, that's that is good for a sty, isn't it? It's for conjunctivitis. Oh, I thought it was for a sty. What? Oh no, the wedding rings for the sty. Yeah. Um, yeah, because that's supposed to be gold. Gold is supposed to have some uh, thing in it that that gets rid of it. What is a sty? That's just like a bit of dirt that's that's gr- grown and under the skin, isn't it, or something? I, th- I thought it was like a spot in your eye. It's not a spot. Lid. Yeah. Un- underneath. Yeah, but it's not. a sp- it's not like what we will consider. Lump, 
it's a lump, but isn't it? It's a bit of dirt that's got under the skin, I think, isn't it? But apparently, right, don't put meat on your verrucas nope. or warts. Certainly but don't eat it afterwards. That duct, would be... Duct uh, tape yep. apparently works. Oh, that's because it just stops the oxygen yeah, into it. So yeah, so covering warts with duct tape works yeah. better than freezing them off, yeah. according to a study published in the uh, Archives of Paediatrics and Adolescent Medicine. Yeah. In the study, the duct tape zapped 85% of warts after two months. Two months yeah, now yeah, with duct yeah. tape on. Compared with 60% with the freezing method. Clean the area, cut a piece of duct tape slightly bigger than the wart and stick it on firmly. Every three days, take the tape off, file down the dead skin with a pumice stone or nail file and repeat until the wart disappears. Flipping heck. Smelly feet. Yeah. Vodka, apparently. Oh, just get drunk so you don't notice it. That sounds like a plan. <laughs> you wipe them with a vodka-soaked dishcloth. Same principle as rubbing alcohol. It destroys the odour-causing fungus. What's the one where you're supposed to... Um, is it warts where you're supposed to wee on your hands? Is it warts? I think it's warts. You're supposed, you're supposed to wee on uh, on them I know there's something in urine that's supposed to soften your skin. Well, yeah, we know that. But um, I thought it was warts you're supposed to wee on your hands. Know. And it's supposed to get rid of them. I don't know. Listerine for blisters. Okay, yeah, that makes, that's, that makes sense. Banana peel for bruises. Yeah. Uh, a torch for splinters. Skin is translucent, so shining a torch lets you see the angle the splinter is at and how deep it is. All right, fair enough. Well, it doesn't get it out, though. No. Pop it out. Olive oil for earache. I've heard that before. Oh, my mum did that with with boiling olive oil. Oh, put it in my no. yeah, put boiling olive oil in my ears, and uh, it was the most horrendous thing ever. Ground pepper for cuts. Yeah. Apparently, it's got antibacterial properties, which would suggest it's helpful for healing. God. An onion for wasp stings. Vinegar for swimmer's ear. Ginger for travel sickness. And sugar cubes for hiccups. That's just sucking, though, isn't it? Um, speaking of sucking, pedo Gary Glitter... Oh, my God. ...has been moved to a jail so cushy it has a pond filled with expensive koi cup. Well, that might, will make me think that he's getting ready for a release yeah. in the next two, three years. If he's, if he's moved to yeah. a thing. Let's, let's uh, read on, because I don't know. Mm-hmm. The prison... Housing only sex offenders also has a giant chess set on its lawns. Giant chess sets on lawns. That's not decadent. You can't play with them. You can't play with them. They're rubbish. And uh, a mini farm with ducks. Those ducks better watch out. There are personal trainers in the gym and an all-weather five-a-side pitch. Inmates get TVs and tea-making facilities in their cells. And keys to the doors?! So they can walk around freely day or night. This is insane. This is insane. A source said they have special privileges as they are older prisoners prisoners deemed to be well behaved. Here we go, here we go. Spot on. Glitter, 74, was sentenced to 16 years in 2015 for abusing three young girls, uh, raping three young uh, girls, and is believed to be due for release in three and a half years. We were spot on. There you go. Rap glam rock star, real name Paul Gadd, was moved from the Isle of Wight to category C jail, the Verne, on the Isle of Portland, Dorset. What is it with these island prisons? Man, these are like British Alcatraz, Alcatrazes, Alcatraz. Um, the former immigration removal centre currently holds around 120 sex offenders. Dear God, that's a lot of, that's a lot of sex offenders. That is a lot of sex offence. That's perf heavy. But will house 650... <gasps> Oh. When 
3.3 million pounds worth of building work is finished. 650 sex offenders all in the same place. Dear God. They must think they've landed in in heaven, mustn't they? Because, you, you know, you, they're... they're well, I don't need to suggest what might be going on there, but it's it'll be ripe pickings, wouldn't it? Wouldn't it? Um... Last night, the Minister of Justice said, as with all closed prisons, strict security measures are in place. So it's a, it's a closed prison as opposed to an open prison. Um, well, I mean, uh, it's, uh, it's a strange old story. This story is to get us all angry about sex offenders mm-hmm. and um, and glitter and stuff. OK, well, that's... Well, and the fact is, you can't keep them in prison forever. Cut their balls off! And no one's on bread and water these days. Cut their balls off! They'd probably they'd probably get turned on at the thought of having the balls cut off and being fed bread and water. I'd hang them, but that would probably turn them on as well, the sick perverts. Electric chair probably get them excited as well, dirty bastards. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Late night conversation. Wealth losing sleep over the late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Here we go. Here's a story. Here's a story. Look at this. This is a story. Thank you to Matt for this. This is from the Metro, one of Britain's greatest uh, free. Uh, newspaper, free underground, and by underground I mean train line newspapers, the Metro. An alien civilization, this is in the paper, so this is true. An alien civilization sent a spaceship to investigate Earth, and we mistook it for an asteroid, astronomers from one of the world's top universities have suggested. Harvard. <laughs> no, not Harvard. Two Harvard stargazers have published a paper which seeks to explain why asteroid Oumuamua, a cigar-shaped object which sped through the solar system last year. Oh, by the way, I worked out something. I worked out something about the universe that no one else has worked out before. Oh, yeah. And I'm a genius. So when we went to New York, we went to the planetarium and we watched a film um, narrated by Dr. Neil deGrasse, Degrassi Street. Degrassi, the kids have, narrated by the kids from Degrassi Junior High, which is the American equivalent of Brian Cox. And he said that for, um, like, billions and billions and billions of... Because the universe is expanding, right? We know that, right? So for billions and billions of years, the universe was expanding at exactly the same speed. And then, like, in the last, I think, like, the last 5,000 years, it's just started slowing down, and no one knows why. I know why. Why? I know why. It's obvious. And i tell you where I got it from, right? Watching fireworks. That's what fireworks do, right? <laughs> Big explosion, everything's moving, everything's moving. And then at the end, it just slows down. Fireworks. It's the fire. It's Lee's firework theory. The universe is one great firework, expanding, expanding, expanding. And then just towards the end, before it dies, it slows down. Running out of energy. Running out of energy is what I was about to say. It's my theory. You can't have it. Get stuff. By the way, nearly set fire to the house mm-hmm. on Saturday night. Did a firework display in the garden. Did it way too close to the house. I mean, like way too, way too close to the house. And also, with a lot of these fireworks, you've got to bury them. Bury them halfway. Bury them a third. Bury them. That seemed like such a that seemed like such a faff. So I just rested them on the lawn. 
Well, what happens is when you light them and then wind blows them, they fall over. And then if they're pointed at the house where you're stood, the fireworks come straight at you. It doesn't have an auto-right mechanism. It comes straight at you. So I'm stood there with the boys, and a firework went off, and it came right past us. I went, this is my exact word to the boys, shit, get inside now. (laughs) And we ran in, and we shut the door. And then the the, the door was getting pelted with fireworks. It was the most exciting thing I've ever been involved in in my life, nearly killing my children. Two Harvard stargazers have published a paper which seeks to explain why asteroid Oumuamua, a cigar-shaped object which sped through the solar system last year... It looks like a win-it. ...accelerated and changed direction as it shot past humanity's home planet. Does that mean Earth? Mm. Right, that's stupid. Shmuel Bialy and Abraham Loeb from the Harvard-Smithsonian Centre, you may have heard of Harvard from watching uh, America on the television, for astrophysics suggested the elongated asteroid might have an artificial origin. Oumuamua may be a fully operational probe sent intentionally to Earth vicinity by an alien civilization. This is proof, if proof need be proven. They wrote, Their research suggests several explanations for the formation of Oumuamua, which is regarded as a new class of space object. It sped past Earth and looped around our sun at 196,000 miles per hour and was about half a mile long. The object was so unusual that NASA said it had never seen a natural object with such extreme proportions in the solar system before. Initially, the fact Oumuamua appeared to speed up led astronomers to suggest it was a comet. These icy objects accelerate due to a process called outgassing, uh, where they f- basically they fart. But in their paper, the Harvard stargazers ruled out the possibility it was an active comet. They proposed it was powered along by solar radiation pressure produced from the sun, but went on to make more exotic suggestions to explain its acceleration um, they suggest it might have been a type of spaceship called a light sail. We need some, um, hang on a minute, we need a little bit of the old uh, appropriate music. Baby, baby, Jesus! Baby! <laughs> that was not what I was expecting at all. I was expecting this. Here we go. Right, so here we go. The pair suggested it may have been a type of spaceship called a light sail, featuring a large and very thin sheet that is blown along through space by the light produced by stars. When it travelled through the solar system, it was tumbling end over end, which could also mean it was a piece of space wreckage left behind by aliens. Considering an artificial origin, one possibility is that Oumuamua is a light sail floating in interstellar space as as a debris from an advanced technological equipment, the astronomers continued. Uh, They said alien civilizations may jettison used cargo ships resulting in space debris debris that's how you say it I just said it naturally there we were worrying about that last week and now we've got it uh, that looks a lot like this asteroid well there's there's your evidence if you needed it scientists from America's Yale uh, Harvard University have proven that it was um, it was in fact a spaceship Travelling through space. So it looks kiss, like a space it. baguette. And, um... Screw you, Nigel James, you, you absolute... Nigel James! Not again. Nigel James! He wants some more, does he? Nigel James, I'm... Screw you! And sue you! I will be screwing you 
and suing you. You absolute scumbag. You, um, um... Who's the guy that steals our ideas on Radio 1? Scott. What's his last name? Mills. You Scott Mills of the lowest order. You're a scumbag and you're dead to me. This is Nigel James. This, and I'm going to read his tweet out because it shows him to not only be a thief, but an idiot. Right? This is a tweet exactly as it's written. At Ian Lee. Old wives cures. Love it. That's my content sorted for in the morning. Thanks. At Ian Lee. He's added me twice in the same tweet, as well as admitting that he's going to steal uh, the content from this show. And do it. Listen, steal it, right? If I, you can, I linked it from the paper. If you can, if you can sleep, if you, if you, if your conscience allows you to sleep, right? Oh, by the way, Nigel, how's tonight's show going? Is it a good show? Or is it a bad show? I need to know. I need your opinion because you know. If you can sleep knowing that you've stolen content from me, then so be it. Then so be it. But the balls, the balls of you to tell me you're going to do it? Oh, man. Bond Nigel. At Bond Nigel is the scumbag thief. Report that tweet, everybody. Let's get this guy off Twitter um, and then report his show to Ofcom. Let's get him off the airwaves. Um, And then, I don't know if he's in social housing. If he is, let's report him to the council. Let's get him off uh, the housing ladder. Um, and then when he's a homeless, let's report him to the police. Let's get him off the streets. And, um, then, um, well, the next step is death. And I don't actually want to go that far. Not well, for a second. You want to destroy him. I want to destroy his life, but I want him to be alive to, to, to suffer. know he's being destroyed. I want him to suffer. Right. I want him to feel it. I don't want him dead. I do not want any, I don't want him dead. And I'm not winking as I say that. I literally do not want him dead, but I want his life to be made a misery as he is making my life mm. a misery. At Bon Nigel, you are you are scum. You are scumbag. You are scum of the earth. And I'm not bothered by you. You mean nothing to me. You don't phase me. You don't your 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 abject thievery buggery means nothing to me. You do not in any way pose a threat to me. I'm not I don't feel threatened by it. I'm not angry. I'm not angry. I'm just I'm sad. I'm sad that scumbags like you um are allowed to breathe the same air. That heroes, the Pride of Britain winners like me, oh. breathe. I, I'm I'm a bit sad for radio, that, that the radio is going to get that. I mean, quite a boring article. I'm going to admit it. As I was reading it, I was thinking, God, this is boring. They're going to get it again, but this time in Nigel's voice. Yeah, as if it wasn't bad enough the first time. Hey, I've got a story about a pervert. Do you want it? Oh yes, I do. And by the way, I'm, being followed, news. I'm being followed by a performance artist, Millicent Be- Millicent Binks. Thank you, Millicent. Performance artist, that's the world I want to get into. I'm in. A woman who sold some towels on eBay was horrified when the buyer sent her a picture of his penis. What the heck? Yes. Katie G, 37, flogged the black cotton towels for £12 to DJ Rory Hayes. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-oh. I've seen a lot more of Rory than I needed to. She then got a message from him saying that she looked like an incredibly beautiful, highly seductive lady. Here we go. In the picture that went with her eBay ad. Katie thanked him for his purchase and pointed out the picture was a model and not her. A few days later, he messaged again with a picture showing him naked from the waist up with one of her towels around his middle. What a crazy romantic guy. He's just in love. Katie said, I assumed he was just showing off his abs, which were quite chiselled. He's fit. He's a fit guy. No, but look at that old lady bathroom he's standing in. 
Okay, so this is this is this is how the romance continued. Yeah. From him. So I just replied with honesty. Looks like you take pride in your health, which is good. But climbing instructor Katie of Burnley was astonished to get a reply showing a naked Rory proudly displaying his genitalia. Let's have a look at his, his, uh, his winkle. Let's let's see what, what, what kind of rating we're well, going to leave him on actually, eBay. Actually, the Sun has followed up with a load of pictures of Katie. I mean, not that she was doing this on eBay, but they've found loads of pictures of Katie standing sort of in a vest and, and doing the sort of uh, selfie poses. Um, but we don't actually see any... Um, let me just check. Well, that's, there's that's, no pixelation. That's sexist Britain. That's the matriarchy in practice. We're, we're, lo- we're, we're looking at that story through the female gaze. <laughs> that is that is everything that is wrong with this society. And one oh, day, brothers... Well, his penis is a big black rectangle. Mm. He's a white guy. They've pixelated it out. Again, the matriarchy in full progress. <laughs> shame. Shame on you women. One day, one day... Anyway, he's been suspended from t- from eBay from Carry On like that. Well, guys, guys, just having a bit of fun. A message read: "Hope you like." He he. Katie said, "Me, me like him. Me love him." He's obviously looking for gratification, it. but he's not got it from me. It's concerning. This can happen. Yeah, look. Then the son's done these pictures of her. Of her bum. Of her. Uh, of her bum and her boobs. Yeah, doing. I mean, obviously, she's. This is not from eBay. I don't know where they've got these from. <laughs> it's, the, it's the matriarchy. And then. Nice bum and I mean, boobs. With the suggestion being, yeah, get a load of that. Um, and then it scrolls down to an advert for for the bizarre camel toe underwear that originated in Asia and is available on eBay. There you go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. This is Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. The Spice Girls are back together, which is great. I love the Spice Girls. I'm very excited. And then some people are going, yeah, but it's not really the Spice Girls without Posh Spice. Yes, it is. I, think be I right. saw the Spice Girls with Posh Spice the last time around that they did it. She was rubbish. She didn't do anything. There was a bit where they all did um, like a solo song, one of the solo hits, right? I, I like all the solo. It was, it was good. And so they all came out and they did their songs. And, uh, it was, and then Posh Spice's bit. She didn't do her song with, what was it, with Dubstepper? That was that was quite a good song. Proud of your mind. That's quite a good song. That. With, um, what's his name? Dwayne Chambers. No. Um, anyway, but she didn't do that. What she said, what she did was she just walked up and down the promenade like she was doing a catwalk. That was her solo spot. So no, she will not be missed. The other four are the ones that sang and are the the great ones. Oh, listen, I like them all, and I think she's got her values as well, and I think it's easy to knock her, but. Um... Yeah, I'd see him. I'd see him. I'd see the four of them. I wouldn't see. I don't know if I go and see a three. I think a three is a little bit, a little bit uh, plum. Call it a Spice Girls. If you're calling it, you know, whatever. But um, no, she doesn't add anything to the shows. Yeah, you want to see all five? Of course you do. But she doesn't didn't add anything to the show that I saw. So I would go and see the four of them. I, I won't know, of course, because t- tickets go on sale at ten o'clock on Saturday, and at one minute past ten they'll be sold out. That was crazy expensive. I was looking at it thinking, oh, my kids would love to see that. They qu- they love the Spice Girls. How much is it? It's going to be dead expensive. All right, so you, you weren't looking. I will look, but well, you but you you weren't looking. You said you were looking. I said, I was. I meant I was looking to. Right, I see. Do you know what I mean? I was looking I to take the girls, but I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to take the boys, but um, actually, I think my youngest has gone off the Spice Girls. It's all George Ezra now. Oh yeah, my girls like George. Loves Ezra. George Ezra, and and my eldest wants so George Ezra CD for Christmas. The eldest wants um, the uh, what's the lad the 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 the, the, the lad <laughs> the bald lad, the comb over. Oh, 
Ed Sheeran? Ed Sheeran. He wants... Uh, Bald lad. He wants Ed Sheeran. I was like, oh, I get it for you, but, but yeah, Father Christmas is dead. Wow. <laughs> I buy him a Now album. Uh, really? Yeah, they like him. It's got all the... They're into singles now. The kids don't sit down and listen to an album. No, but they like it. They like it. Well, the kids, my boys don't listen, really listen to music, but they'll they'll they listen to music. But it's for car journeys. They like yeah. listen to it in the car. They don't go to their room uh, to listen to um, to stuff, which is you know that's that's that's, kind of, that's the way it is. It's the way it's got to be. Then so be it. Um, but yeah, if, I like this. I like the old Spice Girls. One of Michael Jackson's mates says the Thriller start. That was what the song you did, wasn't it? It was Thriller. Thank you for reminding <laughs> yes. me. It's forgotten. It says the Thriller star still speaks to him from beyond the grave. By the way, if anyone listened to Howard Hughes last night, very feisty, um, very feisty. I've let me find the clip. We've got enough time. I heard a bit of it before I fell asleep. Uri Geller was not in a good mood. Uri Geller was not in a... Uh, we've, got, we've got a terrible... Um, we've got. I mean, we've got a, a great system of being able to um what time did i go to bed uh right so hang on let me just navigate the excellent website talkradio.co.uk and uh find um so we don't want tuesday we want the schedule we click on the schedule we go to sunday the 4th of november and we go to the unexplained with howard hughes and I'm going to say it was that hour. So we're going to just... I'm going to say it was there, actually. Hang on, bear with me. God, springs back to the memory. Right. But, so Uri oh, Geller yes. was on, right? Uri Geller was on, right? And then there was a, the phoning bit where you could ask Uri um, a question, right? <laughs> I don't think Uri was in a great mood. I'm Let's just, I'm just going to jump forward so a bit. Let's to f- do an experiment with all our... OK, hang on. Just wind that... There we go. Longer pause to wonder. Back on as much as you can. Hang on. Hello, mate. How are you? Oh, Here we go. Huh? This is this is brilliant. I'd fallen asleep by now. This is brilliant. Howard Hughes, fr- Sunday night, ten till one. This is brilliant. See, look at that. I've got an amazing memory. I could be Uri Geller myself. Have you got a question for Uri then, John? Uri, now I can't see, um, and I'm worried. I'm worried I'm actually psychic. And how do I get rid of it? What? Right. <laughs> so it's, the, it's the best question. I can't see, and I'm worried. I'm worried that I may actually be psychic. How do I get rid of it? It's, it's fair How enough. Do I question. get rid of it. It's a fair enough Put question. Some on and don't it's a pick fair it. enough question. Look at that. I've got an amazing memory. I could but, but be Uri's answer. You got a question for Uri then, John? Uri, now I can't see. Um, this is great. And I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried I'm actually psychic, and how do I get rid of it? Why are you worried? Uh, I'm scared about telling my family, Howard. Okay. Well, Uri, what ad- I tell you what, Uri, what advice would you give if you would give advice to John in Brighton, who thinks that he's got psychic ability and doesn't want, you know, he basically right. doesn't want to tell people. Okay, this is what I would do. And this is a broad answer to everyone because I don't want to waste time on nonsense. <laughs> this is... <laughs> so, now, what, if you listen carefully, right, Uri says something off telephone. It's almost like... Oh, a stupid question. You've you got to listen really, really carefully. Hang on a minute. 
This is so... This is... Worried. I'm worried I'm actually psychic. And how do I get rid of it? There. Why are you worried? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm scared yeah. about telling my family, Howard. OK. This is so good. Well, Uri, what ad- I'll tell you what, Uri, what advice would you give, if you would give advice, to John in Brighton, who thinks that he's got psychic ability and doesn't want, you know, he, he basically doesn't want to tell people? OK, this is what I would do. And this is a broad answer to everyone because I don't want to waste time on nonsense. This is important. Listen to me, John. First of all, when you wake up in the morning, put yourself in an attitude of gratitude. gratitude. Beautiful. That brings happiness. That brings an emotional win. You are more, you have more good feelings, you're more relaxed, you're more resilient, you're happier, and you're less envious. Socially, put yourself in an attitude of gratitude. You'll be more social. You'll have healthier marriage if you're married. You're, you'll have deeper relationships. More. This has got absolutely nothing to do with a blind man who doesn't want to come out as a psychic to his family. Absolutely nothing. Friendship. Career-wise, you'll improve your decision-making. You'll be increasing your productivity. I know this sounds strange that I went on to a different track yeah. than psychic powers and so on. But these things are so much more important than psychic powers. Health is important. Longevity is important. I tell people to get more exercise, to increase energy, to you'll be less sick. So those are the important elements in life. Those are the powerful points that can bring positivity into your life. You are telling me about your psychic powers. Do you realize, John, that every three seconds a baby dies from hunger somewhere around the world? And you That escalated quickly, didn't it? That escalated quickly. It goes on, though. There's a bit more coming, Paul. There's a bit more. Have Wake a up tomorrow. Put yourself in an attitude of gratitude and you will feel happier. Well, that's John Next. told. Uh, John also said, he's, he's not on the line now, but he also said... Right, so he's, he's, Uri's just basically rollicked this guy, right? Yeah. But then listen to his tone change. That he had a spoon which he says has bent. So there, and I got a photograph. That's great. Okay, let, let And I got a picture that Dave has sent me, a picture that Dave has tweeted to me, uh, showing that uh, 41-year-old watch. I think it's older than that. Uh, working, he says, which is good. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's great. In that case, that's great. Now, bring the blind psychic guy back on. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Ross has got the gift. I'm not the spoon bender, I'm the spoon breaker. There we go. Hey. I've I've met Uri Geller, right? He's he's bonkers, but he's lovely. He's very kind minted, to my minty, yeah, very kind to my mum. And I've seen him, I've seen him do the spoon in front of me. It's a great trick. It's a great trick. In my previous radio station, one guy's uh, wife was overdue with the baby, and Uri Geller got us all to wish the baby out. And didn't bend the fetus, did he? No, but sure enough, within a couple of weeks, that baby was out. Here you go. You see, it happens. At nine and a half months, but that baby <laughs> come out. <laughs> Hey, with an audible pop, you might need a mug of cheese, a mug of tea, and a cheese roll. <laughs> a mug of cheese would oh, that would work for me, mate. Listen, work. over the weekend, yeah, go on. I went for Abigail's with party. A naughty boy. No, well, kind of. Yeah, cheese fondue. Oh, you dirty it devil! Oh, it was so lovely. It was so lovely. What were you dipping bread? Yeah, d- d- tiny bits of lightly toasted bread, and I, in the end, I ran out of bread and I had a couple of those kind of 
breadstick fingers. That wasn't as good, but oh, it was delicious. A I've dish only ever delish. had a cheese fondue once. It was in, in France years ago. Me and my wife, we went and we went to a restaurant. And it was a fondue restaurant, and it was the oh. most ama- well, the only time. It was incredible, yeah, little bits of bread. Though. I tried the meat. I mean, I don't mind the fondue meat, but the no, cheese is just where no. it's at. Cheese. Yeah. Oh, delicious. Dirty, dirty boy. <laughs> what have you got on your show tonight? On the show tonight, we've got Psychedelic Dinosaurs, mm. which I'm looking great, forward to. Great, band. great band. Yeah, oh, what a great time. Dinosaur Junior, remember them? Early yeah, grunge the incarnates around the time yeah. of Pearl Jam and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then Nirvana kind of yeah. eclipsed them, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Blew it all away. We've got uh, Grey Seals. We're talking about Grey Seals off the coast of Norfolk, which will be yep. fascinating. And we're also talking about... Um, the artist whose installation out of the Olympic Village has just been unveiled. It's a remarkable piece of work. I mean, it's the guy's obviously obsessive, but in a very good way. He's created teeny tiny action man corpses, <laughs> over a thousand of them, wrapped them in individual shrouds, and they're laying them out with tiny wooden crosses as a kind of installation. Wow, and the guy's been doing it unpaid, not not previously an artist, for five years wow. from his Somerset shed. So we're talking yeah. to that guy. It's a, I mean, it's, it is one of those jaw-dropping yeah, pieces yeah, of work where you look incredible. at it en masse. Yeah. But think what he went through. I mean, you know, a year and a half in, his wife's... He's got children on the phone. Wife's saying, are you still making them little dead bodies? And you're, what, you know? Dedication and focus. There's words. a lot you can say into that, isn't there? Well, uh, <laughs> words that mean very little to me. Dedication <laughs> and focus. Well, that sounds good. And did you both have a good weekend? Did you have a good weekend, Kath? Yeah, a really busy one. We set fire to some stuff. We made some explosions. Probably not friends with our um, animal-loving uh, neighbours anymore. But Yeah, my dog freaked out. But it was unusual. Really? He didn't last year. I don't know what it was. He just kind of yeah. to, he paced around. Because he's so big. Even if I'm in bed, because he's 11 stone, I hear him. It's like having a kind of gigantic yeah, teenager yeah. being all surly and all oh, that. Let me watch X Factor, or whatever rubbish kids watch these days. Yeah, just stomping yeah. about. Can't settle. My um, cat is completely deaf, so she don't she don't notice anything. She just sleeps through it. I didn't think our fireworks were very loud this year. We sent up a few rockets, and there was no satisfying bang. It was just. Do you, you have an age you two to remember jumping jacks? No, I'm not word of them. But yeah, I but I mean, they, bear, they, they I think they just stopped making, but they were fantastic. Oh, were they the ones that would, you would, people would tie to the tails of dogs? No, well, no, I mean, we used, what we used to do was, um, and you can't buy them anymore, so I'm not encouraging or condoning this behaviour, but it's fantastic fun. They had about eight mini bangers <laughs> not, in them. I'm not encouraging it, but it was fantastic, fantastic fun. <laughs> what you do is you, you could light them, and they would pop, you throw them into a crowd, and they pop all over the place. Oh, okay. yeah, and bang. But if you were getting off a bus and lit one and tossed it over your shoulder, blimey, Charlie, was that fantastic. Wow. People freaked out, but you couldn't do it these days because of that whole, the terrorists have spoiled all kinds the of fun for kids. have ruined everything, for, for children. They? I mean, the really teenagers these days don't know what fun is. There's, um, there was, speaking of terrorists, there was a, there's an, they, they've shown clips on TV, I think I've shown you, there's an American TV show where they would, would get greatest warriors from throughout history and pit them together and see who would win. So you'd have like Genghis Khan's army versus, um... Napoleon or somebody. Napoleon yeah. or somebody. And the, the, they did one, and they re, and they what they do is they put all the stats into a computer, and then they kind of recreate it with actors and stuff. That's a great show. It's yeah. a great show. Oh. There's, this is on YouTube. There was, um, uh, it was, uh, it was, um, it was, it was like, I can't remember. It was Afghanistani soldiers right. versus the IRA. So the Mujahideen versus the versus the IRA. Yeah, I know. They came out on top. My my money's on the paddies. Yeah, they won. They because yeah. they they Seriously. played dirty. Like, but it's no, I'm not, in, I'm not condoning that last remark either. No. Even that was great fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it's an incredible thing. It's on YouTube. And you, and they do where it, we, where did they choose the terrain, though? Because the Afghan is in oh, the foothills of the, of it the was mountains. In a, it was a car park. 
<laughs> like any wow. good tear up, it was a car park when the pubs had shut. I recommend looking at it on YouTube because they do it Only skin, no, no, no tools. Don't come tooled no, up, don't only skin. Tooled up. Poor us is on <laughs> at one o'clock. Thank you, dear listener. I would give today six and a half out of ten. Oh, I'd say eight, eight point seven. Oh, come on, 8. man. 7. You're crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Uri Geller stuff saved it. Thank yes. you. Yeah, the stuff from another show saved this show. It's the way you bookend it, though, you Thank guys. Thank you, Catherine. Thank you very much, Sam. Don't forget, podcasts are plenty. We've got podcasts popping out of our ears. We will be back tonight at 10. Stay tuned to Paul Ross on Talk Radio.